I have too many problems to mention, but I will try. My face is constantly a skull. My vagina is tough around the edges and there is no hole. I'm also not offended by Steve Murphy. My life is a treasure map where the X marks shit. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my dubious honor to welcome you to the 38th Chud.com podcast. We have a new name. My name is Nick Nunziata. I'm here to entertain and guide you through the tapestry of film with my guests and co-hosts and friends, Mr. Justin Waddell. Justin. Hello. Tell me about yourself. I'm about six foot, maybe 5'11 on a <laughs> You're day. much higher than that. Uh, I like to wear jean shorts and a corduroy t-shirt. See, I thought you liked to wear jeans smart. <laughs> and, uh, well, how how in detail do you want me to go into this? Do you have a child now? I do. You've brought a being into the world. Yes. Tell I, us about this my item. Wife, my wife gave birth a few weeks ago to a, a little girl. So the girl took birth. Uh, it was offered her and she accepted. Do you ever see them? Um, well, you know what I'm talking about because you actually also have a little... Get kiddo. Okay. So I kind of went through with what you did four years later. Four? I think it was, isn't your little daughter four? How old is she now? Five plus. Holy smokes. I wonder if she turned five. November. See, I was close. She's, she's, an, eight, she's an adult now. Um, a- adult Hitler. So, yeah. So we had a little girl. Welcome to the world, young Waddell. Yeah, that's what I said. Did you, I said. Did you, were you standing behind your wife or were you standing there gaping into the abyss? I uh, I did a little surf and turf. <laughs> I did both, but I yeah it was a it was a um I saw I saw it all happen. And is it uh, was it beautiful or or was it Cronenbergian? Cron- the baby came out um very upset into the world. Didn't understand what was going on. Didn't understand why people were poking and prodding and putting the you know the little squirt air. Yeah. Very upset. I hate when it. So I immediately put in a copy of Man Thing on you, DVD. Can you imagine what a kid would be like if it came into the world prepared exactly for what was happening? They come out like pretty much what I expected. That was their first words. Speaking of full sentences. Yeah. Steve Murphy. <laughs> yeah. How you doing, sir? I'm relaxing over here. I finally have a good chair. I'm uh-huh. used to sitting on the floor, sitting on some uncomfortable bench, but here I've got like a little. Leather to do over here. Yeah, we, that means it's going to be 15 minutes before he wants to leave. <laughs> leather leather to, to do now. <laughs> we actually hauled in. Um, this is Nick's office that we record this. And have we ever revealed the like the secrets of our recording? No, Are actually, we should. Pictures. This is almost like a V. We could make this like the VH1 behind yeah, the show behind episode. The show. But we usually Steve's usually sitting um, on the floor or on like a little bench, and yeah. I have this really like kind of office chair. And I, I thought I was. I usually have a pillow so I can take a nap during the show. Yeah, and I I thought I was like. I had this. So I have this chair that I always sit on, and then Steve wheeled in the actual leather. Uh, I did half couch. And then you sit in your way. chair well, that you've room. always used for all these fifteen years we've done the show. It's got my ass prints on it, and it's broken. It is broken. It's it's off. It's a I've gained off. a little weight lately. It's wobbly. But to uh, answer your question, I am doing. I love Pixar's wobbly. By the way, what I said, I love Pixar's wobbly. Cool. Um, <clears throat> you're outstanding. How are your teeth? I love Pixar's wobbly. I'm missing four teeth. They uh, the four teeth that I'm missing, uh, 
harnessed my wisdom. I love Pixar. They're all gone. Wobbly. Yeah, Steve had his uh, wisdom teeth out. Yeah, I did, and it was horrible. And he also had his jaw rotated. They took while, his wisdom while teeth you guys out. Are, while you guys are in there. I got a two-for deal. <laughs> they took his wisdom teeth out, le- le- left his dumb teeth in. <laughs> Your fucking stupid <laughs> teeth are still That's in. That's true. That is exactly right. Your dumb as fuck teeth. Leave them in, dentist. Yeah, I got I got screwed on that one. Did you? I'm still in pain. It's two weeks later, and I'm, it's still hurting. Like did they I put am. you on Percocet? They did. Yeah? Yeah, it didn't really do much. Did you take it? I did. I was really impressed with uh, the energy level of the Egyptian god I met. Very perky set. Very perky set, yes. So now when I've never met an Egyptian god. God of snakes. Did they uh, do anything else in that mouth? I I don't know that they like opened up a shop or something. Did they did they scrape and scrimp or whatever? They just yanked the teeth out. Steve came to and the doctor was smoking a cigarette. Zipping his pants up. I got an oil lube as well. What do they do with the teeth after they get them out? Actually, they told me that they'd give them to me if they were in decent condition, so he gave me gave me one tooth. It was in three pieces. Give you a sailor's I don't have tooth. a clue what the other ones are Steve like. owns a three-piece tooth. I don't. I, now, I heard away. that you said, this is, we were at a screening last night, and Steve had revealed to me his, uh, that they left a bit of tooth in, a bit of one of the wisdom teeth that's still in there. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, on, my, on my left cheek. It was too close to one of the nerves, and he didn't want to uh, go too deep and... Uh, Risk the chance of damaging a my nerve. A tooth shard in the mouth signifies harmful no. portent. So I still have a little bit of wisdom in there. It's like a really small piece. Yeah, like a, uh, a little tooth pie, a little tooth it shard. Might, it could be, yeah. What, did it, what, are, what are your hit points like now? Oh, now? Yeah. It's probably like a six. It's not good. No, no your hit points. Like, hit? like, let's say you at full capacity before the tooth removal, you say you have 25 hit points. How many hit points are you up to now with your, with your constitution? I'm telling you six. You have six hit points. It's not good. My, I still can't open my jaw properly. Like, it's still tight. I can't even have like a hamburger or something. Still, oh. two weeks later. Sounds like a pussy to me. Yeah, Sounds like it. the perfect diet. Did I tell you guys that story when I got Soup my robber wisdom it. teeth out? You're, no, tell me. Was there a red red box around you? It's Bob Wisdom Teeth. I get the joke. Steve actually reviewed that movie for Child back I did, in the day. because I was excited about the red box scene. Yeah. Or the lack of red box in Selma the scene. Blair. And Bob was. I like the red box scene in Carrie better. An excise James Vanderbeek. Didn't they cut his whole part out of that? Uh, it's right. Yeah. They had like three stories to tell, and then they cut one out, and he was in the one they cut out. Congratulations to us all. Todd Solon's. Thankfully, he's been kind of quiet these days. He's got a new movie on the horizon. God help us. What is it? I don't know, but it's it's the Solonsist. <laughs> you may have heard of it. Is it the race to which mountain? No. With the red box? I can't wait. Are you, you excited about that? I'm, I'm deeply excited about Trailers it. Trailers have looked I got sucker punched by that because I see the beginning of the trailer and I'm like, cool, a new sci-fi movie. And then I realize it's Witch-Ass Mountain. You know the, the, two, the two young lads from the original, Ike Eisman and whatever the other girl's name was that played Tia, and I know the name. Okay. Huh? They're in the cameo. The original Why, kids you gotta, cameo. You got. I mean, the rabid fan base needs to be satiated. Why do you know their names? Hmm? Why do you know their names? Because uh, I used to like that movie, and plus, I always every once in a while I Google someone to see if they're still working. Oh, I, I, I googled Ike Eisman a couple years ago. I think his name is Ike Eisman. I don't know how to say it. Who cares? He's still working. I think he was doing like uh, behind the scenes work and stuff. And then, uh, the as girl, in, like going to Blockbuster Kim, and watching movies. Kim, uh, Kim, what's her name? Kim Dick. She was Kim in, Darby. No, she was in Assault on Precinct 13. Kim something. Not Kim Dickens. No. <laughs> Not Kim Coates. 
<laughs> no, Kim something. She was she was in like you know she was a, a Paris she's Paris Hilton's aunt, but she's in all yeah she is. She's can you in, tell me another movie she's in so I could help? I don't. She's also in. She she actually was in um, Black Snake Moan as the Christina Ricci's mom. Kim Merchant. Kim, why can't I remember her name? Kim Richards. Nobody cares. Reed Richards' daughter. No, that's a stretch. <laughs> so it's a uh, good beginning. It is a great beginning. I think it was it, we, we caught up on each other's personals. We um. Well, we haven't caught up on your personals. Huh. Okay. You want to know about my personals? How's your beard been lately? It's fancy. Let me try this joke out before we leave that. Now, who played the orig- the original mountain? Because the Rock plays the mountain this time, right? You get it because it's the Rock. How'd that go, guys? Give me one to ten on it. That was your personal. How have you been? <laughs> I kn- I think Andy Andy <laughs> played the mountain last time. Yeah. Yeah. The Andy's mountain. Poor poor me. That's my personals. <laughs> Doesn't matter anymore. Escape to which? Escape to which? The Rock. What would Escape to Brokeback Mountain be like? I don't know. Think about it. I'd see the fuck out of that movie. It's a high-level question. Yes, I'm sorry, uh, Nick, how has your life been rolling along? It's rolling along. How's it going? It's fine. We're hoping we start beta testing the Chud redesign this Thursday, privately. It's my business, not yours. Beta testing. Um, How's it looking from behind the scenes? It's good. it's looking good. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be uh, kind of a, a culture shock for a lot of the the long time Chud message board people because it's gonna be it's gonna be ch- they're gonna have to be able to accept change. Which and this is, is long in tough. the works, and so is it, since it's long in the works, are you happy with the results? So far? I, I, no, not yet. I mean, I'm happy with the potential of it, but I'm not gonna get too excited about it anymore after two years of blue balls. Um, but it's gonna be constantly tweaked. We've got two guys that know what they're doing that are that have created the entire thing from the ground up, so they. When people respond to things and all that, the changes, we'll actually be able to implement it and kind of fine-tune it. And Fetal Film Report will finally be actual. It'll be it'll be functional. It'll have its own life, and it'll be automated and cool and all that. So it'll be so worth it bring in the long run. the talkbacks back? The talkbacks will be, yes. Um, but the, it'll be, everything will be tied to your to your login. So, like, let's say. Because that's a horrific idea. No, no. It's not a horrific idea if there's accountability. That's the whole thing about talkbacks is there's no accountability. People are stupid. But if, you don't give voice to a bunch of assholes. You don't give voice to the people. No, the message boards have proven that you can, you can give a voice to assholes and good people. So, but with with this, you have to have a login that's approved. You have to have, uh, you know, uh, some semblance of, of a, re, a real persona. And once you log into Chud, you don't log into the message boards because it's integrated in the site. You could do a talkback, you could do a message board post, or you could do whatever. So I'm happy with it. But it's it's I'm not gonna I'm gonna reserve judgment until it comes out. So other than that, things are fine. Things are fine. I'm getting ready for baseball. It's gonna be good. Life's life's good. Indeed, life is good, gentlemen. It's good being back with you guys after a little bit of. Oh, when's the last time we recorded? I know Nick and Devin got together recorded a podcast. I think we did one in January. And that was pretty good. I don't know if you listened to that one, Steve. I did not know that. So you've so your 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 average is. <laughs> I think I've listened to. Or this is number thirty-seven. Eight. I've listened to. We're thirty-eight. Thirty-eight now. plus two half half. I'm five. sure I've heard at least one and a half of our shows. Okay, maybe two. Maybe. I'll give you two and a half. Who cares? I thought maybe if we dropped out, maybe you'd listen. If you and I weren't on it, maybe you'd give it an ear. Nothing to do with you and I. You and I are the best things about this. <laughs> that's, that's for sure. I think I think most people will agree. 
We could squeeze Nick out and start chid.com. <laughs> that's right. Chid. Because we did talk about that last night. Cine- Cinemac happenings. Yeah. Uh, in, in development. development. Yeah, there you go. In. Chid. Welcome to the chid.com podcast. This is podcast show number, I still don't know the number. It's number one. It'd be number one. Mm-hmm. It'd be you, myself, and hopefully Nick would. <laughs> special guest. That, that would that actually, the domain already belongs to Come Hide in Dungeon. That, Damn it. So. That, was, that was the alternate title. T- type up come uh, hide in dungeon <laughs> perfect it's a bonded site it's chid, pretty chid good. dot chid dot biz you dot tv come hide in dungeon dot tbs i love it so that's the uh, that's the end of the first segment hey guys this is your friend from argentina santiago or as you know me Teddy. i just wanted to call by and say a big congratulations for mr justin whitell on the new baby Really, congratulations, Justin. You're going to be a great father. Take care, guys. I want to congratulate Steve for his new arrival. Mr. Murphy, what is it like to be close to Ron Silver? And we are back. It was the quickest break of all time. <laughs> little, little James Brown. I didn't even have time to get a cup of coffee. Fuck you. Little Buster Brown. <laughs> little Julie Brown downtown. Downtown Julie Brown. How about that chid? But that chid.com. <laughs> so, can we talk about this afterwards, too? I think I'm it sorry. makes Nick a little upset. We shouldn't have production meetings on he air. Thinks, he thinks we're encroaching on his, uh, his just, territory. I mean, I, I assume it's just going to be a glorified blog. I mean, that's pretty much what websites are no, these we're days. hoping to have uh, message boards that are integrated into the site. Actually, that's shit. What we're hoping on. It, we're very upset that you say that ours is just going to be a blog. There's no glory to it. I don't think we're going to have any writing. It's just a picture of us on it. Yeah. Every once in a while, you'll, t- you'll tweet tweet and say hey on Twitter yeah why not um, we'll, we'll talk about like movies we'll be like what do you think of Watchmen pretty good I'm not too bad what do you think Steve I liked it okay what do you think of Deathstalker 2 mm. loved it see we can go all over the place we don't have to deal with films that are come out now what do you think of Nightbreed ah, it was fair to median you see that this is why you're, we're not we're not gonna invite you yet we're gonna have to we have to build up our own fan base before we can invite you in to our uh, our new empire can you can you interview Ruben Blades? We're gonna interview uh, Ted Levine, I think. Oh, nice. That's never been done. We like to branch out. Do you like how I pronounce his name? What R- Ruben Blades? Is that how you say his name or no? Blades. I don't know. It's always been Blades. Yeah, Ruben Blades. That's a great name, but I think it might be Blades. Yeah, that's what Jennifer shaves her legs with. <laughs> what? Jennifer Ruben Ruben joke. Oh, Jesus. I was thinking of a different one. Jennifer Obviously, because you would have gotten the joke and been remarkable. She does not work, man. She does not work anymore, Jennifer Rubin. She didn't really work much when she was working. She worked a lot for a while. Yeah, but she was good. Huh? She was not good. She but, never was good, but she was Was pretty. Bad Dreams she her pinnacle? Yeah, that was it. And then she was uh, in Screamers. Remember, she was in Screamers. That's and right. it was like cloned Jennifer Rubens, like multi-Jennifer Rubens at the end. Do you remember that? You remember, you do remember. I don't. Remember, I remember seeing. I remember being excited about Screamers and see, seeing it at midnight the Friday it opened. Then I remember <laughs> you were wishing excited I was about it. Wishing I was at home. Who wasn't? I was excited about it too. Was Peter that, Weller. What year was this? Was it a Dick? Was it a Dick story? Yeah. I mean, it was a Dick story, but was it a Dick was, story? It was this eighty six? No one knows. No, no it was in the nineties. It was in the nineties. Almost gotta know. Was it really in the nineties? Yeah, it was in the nineties. Because I, I, I that and Split excited. Second were. I'm gonna say ninety one. Okay. Let's say ninety, like nine. Well, maybe even later than that. 
2000. What the hell? 2000. Philip K. Dick's adaptation with Peter Weller. Maybe 98 even. How does a movie with Peter Weller and Jennifer Rubin not be a huge hit? Is that the film that uh, Peter Weller decided to quit the movie business on? Go become a professor? No. (laughs) It's not the one. He still works, though. Does he really? Yeah, he does every once in a while. He's a lumberjack. Peter Weller is uh, an odd man. He's got a, quite a dome on him. That's that's so he can play when it's bad weather. He does though. He he remember, remember in RoboCop they made his like RoboCop face and they it's kind of like they glued his face onto the metal part so it looked like he had this big round forehead. He eventually grew into that look. He became like kind of that look. I thought maybe he liked it. The method actor. Yeah, the big head. You'll be you'll be pleased to know Screamers is is younger than you think. It's not. There's no. What do you mean? Yeah. Okay. What is it then? I said that, the last thing I said was ninety eight. Ninety five. Uh, I'm totally wrong all the time. Yeah, but I can't believe that that's that fucking recent because that's that makes me sad. It's not even twenty years old, Nick. So that was that would have been one of his last films then. No, he still works. Yeah, but he took a long time off then. He, he was on a TV went, show. Well, I don't know if it was a long time, but he he would. Uh, I know he, you know you're talking about, but he still works. He still worked during that, I think, a little bit too. You'll be pleased to know that. Uh, that uh, Jennifer Rubin is still working hard. Last movie? Well, she did a movie in 2001 called Amazons and Gladiators. I think I saw that. She oh. played Lone, if you know what I mean. I think I saw and that. And she t- she's like, I'm going to take an eight-year break, but I'm coming back hard with Transmorphers 2. Is she in Transmorphers 2? Yes. Wait, Transmorphers. When? I don't know, but when? But when? Like, when is it? Ten- it's in post-production. Hang tight. Just, she just came back. Calm down. Relax. It'll happen. Transmorphers. It can't be any more sillier than the. No, I remember looking at the Transmorphers, the original on, um, uh, at, on the blockbuster. I'm going to take a wild stab and wonder if it's transforming robots. I, I don't know if they can actually do that on a low budget, but it definitely has robots on the cover of that DVD. And if Jennifer Rubin, um, is in the sequel, I'll be watching the sequel without having seen the original. Oh, here's what we're going to do. Who else is in the fr- that, that movie? I already oh, ch- clicked away. Somebody with the last name Van Dyke, but it's not Dick. Um, for a reason, but um. Let's let's uh, let's take a break before we go into our Watchmen discussion and go over the career of, of uh, Jennifer Rubin. Okay. Let's let's and we're not gonna we're gonna start at the most recent end and we're gonna kind of speculate as to her her performance, her role, and the quality of the film. Okay. We've already covered Transmorphers too. Um, Amazon's and Gladiators. Steve, tell us. I think I saw it. I'm not entirely certain. But it's a bunch of Roman uh, like the, the legions walking through the forest. They're doing their own thing. They're doing their own thing, right? Yeah. And uh, they do battle with a bunch of snakes. Snakes appear. And then they come into a clearing. And they, they uh, all of a sudden become bombarded with these uh, arrows. And the, Amaz- <laughs> the Amazons show up. <laughs> okay. I think you're full of shit. <laughs> no. This is real. I saw something like this. Anyway, uh, the, <laughs> the, the Amazons show up. Yep. They do more battle. <laughs> <laughs> then they team up against the uh, common adversary. And yeah. then that's it, really. What is Jennifer? What role does she play? She's an Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. See, no, this is different than the one Probably I saw. Gladiator. I guess. The one She's I saw was drastically different than what you're talking. Actually, there about. aren't any gladiators. <laughs> There's no gladiators in this. Mm-hmm. It's it's the it's uh like a bunch of Roman soldiers, uh, it's Amazon Amazonians, and then that's it. They did battle with some snakes, then they uh, team up against common adversaries. What, the one, the one saw? I saw was some dude in armor trying to buy a book online. <laughs> That's just silly. I'm trying to be serious here. That's the film I saw. (laughs) 
footage of Jennifer Rubin ordering Gladiator on DVD from Amazon.com. I think her character was, was just short. I think it was a character was like Lawn or something. Lone, I said Lone. that. I <laughs> oh, did you? Son of a bitch. <laughs> she also, uh, in 2001, probably as a result of 9-11, played a character named Lana Vitale in Lawless Beyond Justice. Now, is that a Tom Sizemore film? This sounds like a Sizemore vehicle to me. I doubt it, but let's look. Let's find out. It is a. It stars Kevin Smith. I don't think it's the same Kevin no, Smith. No, no, no. But... Uh, she was the big star on that one then. It was it was definitely built it was sold on her name. Which is why we haven't seen it. Now how old is she now? What what, what does it give her year of birth? Like sixty one or something? She's probably not fifty yet. She was born in sixty two. Close. Wow, how about that? She's forty six years old. That was too close for comfort. She I bet she still looks pretty good. Oh J oh Jay Did Rubin. she ever? Oh, she looked good. I oh thought. my god, I see a picture of her and she's a, a frightmare. Oh, she looks good in she looks yeah, nah, re- she looks fine. Okay. Yeah. She, she looks good in Amazon and Gladiators. I'm going to go through and skip a few of her fantastic films. But I will not skip Fatal Conflict, where she played Carla Nash. Yeah, I think I saw that too. <laughs> now, is that. I'm going to take a, a wild stab and wonder is it a steamy, pseudo erotic thriller? Yes. It's a, it's, it's a mix between Basic Instinct and Basic Instinct 2. It's a, it's a mixture. <laughs> Although it has nothing. Actually, it's got a little bit of Fatal Attraction there as well. Yeah. Uh, just it's a little just, bit. It's just somebody. She's, they just here's, took, here's a plot. It's a woman trying to buy a book on Amazon, <laughs> and she keeps uncrossing her legs. What? The, <laughs> it confuses the server. What they did was it, they just took some titles from the 80s, like, you know, Fatal. And it was really going to be Fatal Jagged Edge, but they, that didn't sound right. Then it was going to be, you know, Basic Jagged. So they said, screw this. We're just going to go with Fatal, fatal Conflict. Fatal Conflict. Yeah. Because it was Final Conflict. I think Michael, Michael Douglas tried to have this movie boycott because the end credits is just a loop of his ass cheeks moving away from the camera. <laughs> they wanted he got, Final He got Danninged. <laughs> Damien. <laughs> you, you didn't see this, did you? <laughs> Howling 2 rep? <laughs> is that from the Howling 2 yeah. right? Oh, That's what they call in the business. You get Danninged if you... Uh, if they if they sink a, a loop of you ripping off a piece of clothing over to music, <laughs> it's set to music. It's set to terrible music too. I mean, <laughs> it's set to someone, some band that would license their song for howling Somebody's too. Like he's like, look, a black screen during the end credits ain't gonna cut it. What are we gonna do? <laughs> what can we do that would embarrass our our lead actress for the rest of her days? And they they had the we, quick. We need a song. Let's go out to any band, yeah, and find them. Let them write a song about the howling overnight. And record the next day. Now, uh, she uh, in 2000, uh, our, our our beloved Jennifer Rubin decided to do Sanctimony and Falcon Down. Now, I think they're available as a box set, but Steve, I'm sure you've seen Falcon Down. I did. I did. I saw it because is I there a it was, lot of talent in that movie? Well, I, I, the only reason I saw this is because I thought it was a a, a Star Wars spinoff. Okay. I was. I, I think Beaks reviewed it. I was wrong. It is not a Star Wars spinoff. What's his problem? He's making fucking bird jokes. <laughs> I think it was a, wasn't it a parody of, uh... <laughs> well, the film was foul, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Poor Jennifer Rubin. When did that career... Now, what was that? It wasn't a sequel to The Falcon and the Snowman. It, it wasn't, I don't think. I think it was a lesbian film. The Falcon and the Sanctimonium. What, did you, what was the other movie? 
Falcon down uh, no. downstairs. I think I'd like to see the Falcon versus the Snowman. I'd like to see it's Sounds a it, it's a standoff, and the Falcon waits till summertime. I'd like to see Falcon downtown. <laughs> it's a very, it's a very pa- I thought it was a patient bird, but then I realized it was already uh, March. So <laughs> the smart Falcon. He gotta love kept it. His, kept his wisdom teeth in. Um, that Falcon. Buster. In 1997, she starred in Plump Fiction. Really? Yes. What? Yep. The hell was that? I I'm gonna take a wild stab. <laughs> Why would you click on the cast list? There's gotta be, there's gotta be like Dom DeLuise has to be in that. Peter DeLuise. And the cover of of the uh, of the uh, thing is, is the spoof. Oh, I, I've I've actually seen this poster. It's it's Julie Brown. Speaking of the other Julie Brown, mm-hmm. Sandra Bernhardt, Tommy Davidson, Paul Provenza. Jennifer Rubin, Jennifer Coolidge, Tim Kazarinski. They're all in Falcon Down. Kevin Meany. Jennifer Coolidge. Colleen like, Camp. Yeah, Colleen Dan Camp. Dan Castellaneta. Oh, Homer Simpson. Yeah. Is that what he's best known for? Yep. Are you sure he's not oh, best known he, for Plump Fiction? He's best known for uh, providing the voice for the genie in the uh, director video Aladdin films. God. That's what he's best known for. I thought Jennifer Rubin voiced that character. <laughs> She was also in uh, a very misunderstood classic, Deceptions 2, Edge of Deception. Good title. (laughs) That's a hell of a title. (laughs) That is a redundant title. Tell me like her most famous movie and then how, how, when did that last occur and then then what year was it that her career went complete shit? Okay, she was in Nightmare on Elm Street 3. Okay, that was her last. She was in Bad Dream. After that. That's it. That's it. she, she, She was in... A couple of movies that people actually saw, like she was in Permanent Record, and she was in uh, no, she was in um, The Doors. She was in The Doors. Yeah, she she must have been barely in The Doors. She was barely in The Doors, but she was also in like a lot of movies that you know that we all own, like um, The Corliss Effect, The Gospel According to Harry. I've got that one. The Wasp Woman, Bitter Harvest. I got that one too. Red Scorpion Two. Bitter Harvest, I think. It, oh, Red Scorpion Two sounds like a video game. Is that Lundgren uh, returns to a video one? game? Correct. No, it's a sequel to the Dun- the Dolph movie. Really? Did he was he in it? Come on, this is Dolph Lundgren. You're talking no, no, about. no. He he quit the business for a while. I know he was he was too good for that. There's no way. No, no, he was he was too good for it. So who took over? Oh, you really want to know? I do want to know. Kevin Meany, <laughs> Matt McComb, of course. Hell is Matt McComb? The tagline's pretty good. America has a brave new weapon. But they still call it Red Scorpion. <laughs> yeah, well, that's actually not a bad cast, all things considered. If you look at it, you got Paul Ben Victor, who's great. You know, no, I'm serious, actually. <laughs> Paul Ben Victor. He's like in. He's, he's like in. Uh, he was in uh, the Wire. He was. In, he was the Greek uh, gangster. Oh, that's good. He's great. Go through that whole cast and just convince me that everybody's great. Like you. Like I should. Have no, heard I mean, of there, them. there's okay. Just do jo- just John do, Savage. Okay, I know him, but just to, you know, like just go through everybody to the like and just get excited. About can I, can I'm gonna person. start with the big names first. Okay. Tong Lung. <laughs> Very good. Jerry Wasserman is John Saxon in this movie. Suki Caker. Vladimir Coolidge, who has recently played a villain in a movie recently. I don't remember. You gotta say some. You gotta say it very excited. Like, oh my god, I can't believe this. No, I don't have to do anything. Just do it. Michael Ironside. Oh, that speaks for itself. I directed this one though. Old Ironsides. Is Cosmo, to the Michael Kennedy directed it. Cosmatos. Michael Ironside. You know what's weird is like um, he took like six years off because of Rust. Mm. George Tautlianos. 
Duncan Fraser, Real Andrews. <laughs> what? Real, Real Andrews. Yeah, spell his first name. R-E-A-L. You're shitting me. I'm shitting nowhere. Wait a minute. His first name is R-E-A-L? Yeah. You're shit. Come on. Yeah, I, get, I, get, I don't believe it. I'm getting tired of Real Andrews. <laughs> All right. Please. Does he have a distinguished career? Is he still working? Real a lot Andrews? of TV. Whole shitload. Oh, my God. He's everywhere. This guy's been acting. Yeah, this guy's hardcore. Real Andrews, I guess it's probably pronounced Real. Mm-hmm. He's fucked. He's got a great career. What's it? What's his latest? Please say Transformers 2. Oh, God. That would be like. He's on Damages. He's on an episode of Damages. As far as features, it's, God, he's, he loves TV. He loves he loves TV. Keeps it real. How about his actual features? <laughs> he's got a nostril. He's got a nostril mixed in there. He looks a little bit like Tyson Beckford in the thumbnail. What if his he ever got his identity stolen? And he was like, no, I'm the real, real Andrews. No, I'm the real, real Andrews. What if he had to say that on the phone? It's like, he's got. They think they think they're talking to somebody with a bizarre strain of Tourette's, and it's just real Andrews calling. I have to admit, the Red Scorpion too looks like a, a must see. Unfortunate middle name. <laughs> Fake. That <laughs> <laughs> was bastard. Real bastard Andrews. <laughs> That's what I thought. Maybe it's uh, maybe it's scales. <laughs> Real scales, Andrews. What is his middle name? His, his middle name is Road Employee. <laughs> Unfortunate middle name, Lee. Lee. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? We make ourselves laugh, and no one else cares. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> what they get for listening to this? So Jennifer Rubens, she's done. She's great. Yeah, she, I think I think her best years are behind her. Hanging. So good for her though. I'm glad we had a chance to 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 spend some time. We I think we should make this a staple of the podcast is where we we visit a career and and really kind of it's like it's like James Lipton. We're like James. We're like three James Liptons. Yo, yeah, but without except people come to James Lipton's show. We only ever had Levine. Yeah. Is it? Well, see, the thing I, I don't want. I, see, I don't want to think about what would be on Jennifer Rubin's list of requirements, like on her rider. So, like, we, 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 you can bring me on the show, but you have to fly me. Well, you have to. Well, you could drive. Me. I'll walk to the show, but you, and you need to put me up in a. In a ho- I'll, I'll stay in your car. <laughs> stay with real Andrews. She's like, you need. You need a fourth. Do you need a fourth podcast member? Because I'm Jennifer Rubin. I would love to have her on the show. Are you kidding me? I would love to interview her. Can you think you could set that up? Maybe. Do you think? Do you think you would like to have Ruben? Yeah, I'd, uh, we could get uh, Ruben tomorrow. She's probably my second favorite Ruben of all time. My first favorite is remember Ruben from the Partridge Family. No, Ruben Kincaid. I do the not. Partridge Family's manager. I don't. Do you really know that name? You can't. How can you forget Ruben Kincaid? How could you the remember the Partridge family? The put, the put on manager of the Partridge family. He, always trying to keep the Partridge family in line. One, it's a family. They're always fighting. Two, they're always on you the You know what the Partridge bus. family's favorite movie is? Falcon Down. And we are back. Little James. Little Nick Nolte. 
Nick Nolte in fucking 48 hours. Oh, fucking, fuck, God damn it, fucking Reggie. And everything else. I can't believe what you did, Reggie. All right. What? He's like that in like Jefferson and Paris. He's like that in his life. Yeah. Uh, no, He's please, like that in Q&A? Please be here. Oh, God. Fucking shit, I'm drunk. Can I do the rest of the show like Nick Nolte? <laughs> you know, God damn it. Holy shit. Oh, what? I don't want to tell you. It's embarrassing. What'd you do? I you masturbated to, to Nick Nolte. That's a that's a Sidney Lumet movie. Is it really? Yep. Well, I had the poster for that. Big Nick, fan of that movie? No. There's a scene where Nick Nolte yeah. sticks his hand and touches a guy's cock. I never. That's why I didn't see it then, I guess. The Nolte. Nolte, Armand Asante, and Tim Hutton, correct? I never saw it either. All right, it's a Sidney Lumet film. Who is, uh, who else? There's got to be a woman in there floating around in there. Uh, I'm sure it's like Darloine Fuegel or something like Cher? that. No. Has Nolte, have Nolte, have they ever run a movie together, Nolte and Cher? Nolte don't share if you've, if you've listened to the tabloids. Nolte don't share. Fucking down and out. That would be great if it was that. that was that. Now, we complained a, a couple shows back. Uh, this isn't a real original topic about Bale's Batman voice. And actually, I think Steve mentioned it. Someone mentioned it last night. Rorschach was awesome. Huh? Rorschach's yeah, voice was It was incredible compared to that. But what if Nolte did the Batman voice, stepped up to the plate, substituted for Bale's hmm. kind of silly voice? It's not silly. His voice when he's Batman is dumb. No. I'm a, I'm a Bale lover, and he's dumb. When he does that voice, no, it isn't. It sounds stupid. It's very good. It sounds ridiculous. Nothing wrong. And I, I think it was Micah that pointed out why couldn't Jackie Earl Haley do the Batman voice because he obviously had a great, great take but, on Rorschach I, last I, night. I, that's stupid. That's a stupid point by Micah. It's a great point. I thought he was. It was a very good, well. He's like, hey, why didn't point. he do the Batman voice since we just found out two no, years later? No, he was just saying that basically why couldn't Bale's voice be good? I mean, obviously, he should take some notes from Jackie Earl Haley. That's what he's really saying. Because uh, you're right. I mean, Jackie Haley pulled off that rough, kind of gruff voice under the mask and did a great job. He didn't pull off that rough voice. He was in Bad News Bears and Breaking Away and then nothing, and his life was shit for a long time. He was in Bad News Bears, go to Japan as well. He Kelly? Was. He played Kelly, right? I got so excited after that movie. When I was a kid, I saw that movie at home. They played play on TV. I got so excited, I ran around the block after I saw it. <laughs> The and that was the Japan. And, and that was the last time Justin <laughs> exercised. I got so Hold excited, on. I went and ran around wait the block. A, wait a minute, because remember that's the one where um, what was the blonde hair kid's name? What, remember? It doesn't matter. But you saw a film and you ran around the block. You ran around because he the played block. like keep away. Remember they, he was like doing all the stuff and the umpires were trying to chase him and and he wouldn't he wouldn't let them catch him. I can't remember the kid's name. But he had a cool <laughs> name. He's the, the special movie. kid in the neighborhood. And I ran around the block. They I got see so you excited. running around the block like everybody tries to figure out what movie you just saw. And then uh. The next, so it was a Lego block, so it didn't take a long. A couple of years later, I saw Moonstruck on TV. I ran around the block <laughs> twice. <laughs> ran around the block twice. That is that is amazing. Now after I see a movie, I like I get in my car. That's how old I am. You know who liked Moonstruck was Tom Cullen. God damn it! I like it. I can't stand that joke. Yeah, I I think that the Batman voice is a uh, dumb. It's dumb. You've convinced me with your arguments. <laughs> you like that bad voice, Steve. I did. I did. All right. I love it. I like how he distinguished it from uh, his Bruce uh, Wayne voice. Yep. God, you could have knocked Steve over with a feather. What are you talking about? Of all the suspensions of disbelief that movie needs you to take, <laughs> they could have just had him talk in his normal voice. It's such a non-issue. I believe everything in that film. What are you talking about? Like, 
This guy's got, he's making fucking planes and fucking he fights people in a costume yeah. and the Joker's got fucking hair. He hasn't, didn't you hear the, um... Joker's got hair? <laughs> I can't believe it. Yeah, well, they made that bat suit, though. Who's the guy that made the bat suit? Lucius Fox. Lucius Fox. At, that's the thing is we made the bat suit. Um, the one drawback, the one weakness, it gives you instant laryngitis. Who do you think the Lucius Fox is, Megan or Michael J? Samantha. Nice. That's two X's. I didn't pronounce that extra X. Jimmy? He has got two X's as well. <laughs> Speaking of baseball players, Fox Mulder. What about, what about Guy? Guy Fox? Mm. <laughs> Before we approach the Watchmen discussion, we didn't do a, an Oscar podcast for a reason. <sighs> no, we didn't. We, we, we thought about it. Why, why did we decide not to do it? It would have only been you and me. No, Steve? No, I got he, he was, the, so why he, did we decide It was like three days after it? his face no, it removal. Was, it was two days. Okay. I got it done on a yeah, Friday. Yeah, that's right. Sunday. You would actually sound like bat, bat voice, maybe. Like Johnny Handsome. Yeah, I had like gravel voice. It was yeah. great. Yeah, I would have done it. You would have made You wouldn't have. I would have called in. That doesn't count. Well, I wouldn't have done it then. You would have phoned it in as usual. <laughs> as usual. As exactly. usual. Exactly. Except I would have remotely phoned it in <laughs> before, like before Alexander Graham Bell and, and Amerigo Vespucci or whatever did their shit. Would Steve have smoke signaled it in, or would he have Pony expressed his performance in? Uh, what do you uh, telegraph to them? Morse coded it. You know what I miss is the term mimeograph. Can you send me a mimeograph of that? Yeah. So uh, I, I, when was the last mimeograph? I don't know. No, hold on. Is, is there, I guess there are a lot of Xeroxes still, right? Xerox? Get that Xerox over here, Steve. Stat. No. The quarry went out of business because there was Xerox. <laughs> Racing to Witch Mountain. Well done. Way to bring it all back. Why did... <laughs> I gotta hope the movie's really slow and people don't like it. So I could do it right to review Witchboard. I'm Witchboard. <laughs> I think I still have Witchboard three. What's the what's the or subtitle? Four. Wait, 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 like Witchboard three ultimate sacrifice. No, wait. It had a it had a crazy one of those had a. Well, it was Witch House. Yeah, yeah, we've talked about this before. You always get that wrong. I never remember. Jesus. Well, here's here's my question for about Race to Witch Mountain. Do you think they'll have a scene that goes a little something like this? Oh my God, we got a race to Witch Mountain. Witch Mountain. Witch Mountain. The other one. No, Witch Mountain. Yeah, exactly. Witch Mountain. Why yeah, isn't John here? Why is he still in Salem? He's Witch Mountain. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I hope they have like a little Abbott and Costello Witch Mountain com- conversation. Is John Saxon in that film? No. No. He was angling for a role, though. <laughs> you ever see his movie Action Saxon? Did you ever see that? No. One of the Normans wrote that. Yes. Norman Lear. Norman uh, Vespucci. All right, so um, Norman Landing. So, um, what's going on with uh, what, what movie did we see last night? We saw The Watchmen, but you know it's funny. Have you ever been in the bathroom and trying trying to get to the stall? You gotta go, and there's one of them standing in front of you. You can't get through. Who? A John Saxon. I've uh, I've had a problem trying to get to the stall, and I just get there in the nick of time. <laughs> Nick Stahl. 
There's a funny because I actually big, that, I, didn't construct I got my I, I was trying to, but I got my arm caught in the Mueller. That happened to me the other day when I was trying to attend a piss wedding. <laughs> nice. We're beating around the bush a little bit. Yeah, we haven't gotten to the the, the big discussion. It's gonna only last. No, we talked about minutes. Jennifer Rubin. What about the part when they danced in the piano keys? Ruben Keys? The, the big discussion. Zoltar. Wasn't that the name of the asshole in the booth? <laughs> you mean the the guy that they the guy that they t- they took the uh, plug like, out, but he still had glowy eyes. He's like, he, pull my finger, I'm a fucking magician. And he still gave uh, a fortune out his mouth. Dropped a fortune out his mouth or something. So how do you remember that? Zoltar. I might be wrong. I think it's Zoltan or Zoltar. It can't be Zoltan because that's too much like Zartan. And the last thing he'd want to do is piss off Zartan and his dreadnoughts. <laughs> um, who plays Zartan in the G.I. Joe movie just real quick before we move on? I think no one, and that's the secret. See, because he's always hidden. There is no Zartan. I yeah, I think, think there is. It's like Christopher Eccleston or something. The sun would have to be really big to give a Zartan. That chin is... I don't want to... Don't make me tell my sad Zartan action figure story again, yet again on the podcast. Are you talking? Are you serious? Hmm? What was it? I told you. I think I told you. Is the sad story that you had one? <laughs> First of all, you had one. I had two. <laughs> I had a replacement Zartan. So my God damn it. So this action this figure, color. its claim to fame was that when you got um, a little <laughs> light Zartan. on Zartan, he changed color. Right. Well, mine, when I held him close to the light bulb, did not change color. So I got upset, and I thought maybe it wasn't holding him close enough, so I tied... I tied him uh, on a piece of string and hung him uh, t- towards the, so he would be kind of against and the. And it be, instantly became the Mississippi burning. Against figure. the lamp. And then it, so I I, to, to get him close as I can to the light bulb. And he didn't change color, but his foot melted. <laughs> so I kept the figure and he had a, he had a um, fuzzy, melty foot. So it became the Ron Kovic figure. So I felt he became disabled and he couldn't change color. He had a rough day. He couldn't blend in at all, and he was handicapped. So that was my. I think I've told that story before. Really? We've talked about ordering Cobra Commander before. Because with the through the mail. Oh, yeah, I think you meant like the Chinese, the Chinese we only restaurant. About, we only talk about the same four topics in every podcast. And I've talked. To, I think I've talked yeah. many times about ma- I, you know masturbating to my Scarlet figure. My have I revealed that? No, actually. Oh, last week. Cool. <laughs> it's never good when it starts last week. You know, speaking of, I, recently I was at Target and they had the Rattler, the uh, Cobra Rattler plane. Okay. And it was just like the one I used to have, and that was an amazing toy. Yeah. I was very tempted to grab it. Just, How much? It's like twenty bucks, twenty nine. Why didn't you get it? Because I, 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 you I don't just like to bring toys here. Because my name's Nick Nunziata, and it's not, it's not someone else who would would do that. You have so many Legos. No, I don't. I have Playmobil. Playmobil. <laughs> don't disrespect the Playmobiles. Lincoln Logs. I remember when you brought this home and your daughter was excited. She, when she saw it and discovered the pile of Playmobil, and I remember you slapped her hand. Never. Never. The Viking Playmobiles? I do. Playmobil is pretty cool. You snap. You can snap the figures onto the horse. You snap them on. They snap onto the saddle. Am I wrong? Does it still do that? I don't remember. Please. You remember. <laughs> you you and your horse snapping. Did I ever tell you when I tried to change the Playmobil on the horse's color <laughs> by time... <laughs> Hang on real close to the light bulb. No. That, they that, didn't melt. It instantly became the ring play set. Um, 
Okay, I'm sorry. Did, How, did that horse make it? Hmm? In the ring, did it make it? Of course, the horse. <laughs> Before we get to the Watchmen, I want to talk about Ronan. <laughs> What's that? The samurai without a master. The secret of Ronan and Ish. John Sales movie. Soupy Sales movie. John Sales. You don't like John Sales. You want to buy a toilet? Who do you think is a better salesman? John Sales, John Carpenter. One sells, one fixes. What do you think? You think they work together? Mm Mm-hmm. They hook up with uh, Daniel Roebuck. I don't. I just wanted to mention that annoying man. I like Daniel Roebuck. He's so boring. He is not. He's in a good suffer once in a while. He's in the River's Edge, and he's yeah. He was late the, show, and he's boring as hell. He's not boring as hell. He was also in Boba Hotep. He's boring. He was also in Lost. He got blown up. He did not make it. So this Roebuck guy's got a pretty diverse catalog. He's been around for a long time. I mean, I think he's actually kind of a fun actor. He, you know how he cooks fish. Sears it on the side. I don't get it. <laughs> so what, is, what are some other movies we can talk about before watching real quick? I mean, Friday 13th, well, great, you guys covered that in the Devin Nick uh, podcast. About, uh, that movie fucking died on its second it, weekend. Of course it did. Those movies always do. But it was good. Was it good? I liked it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Was it better than Hatchet? Which I was on last Hatchet. night, which I watched with my, I have my newborn daughter. A friend of mine loves it. Hatchet? It's not good. It's not a good movie, but it's kind of funny. I heard there's a great kill in it. It's it's gory, but cheesy, like kind of bad gore. But yeah, there's a lot of really, really gory stuff, and it's just really kind of, it's kind of like uh, not very well done, but mm-hmm. very bloody anyway. Um, but uh, it's kind of funny. It's kind of a funny movie. It's like a parody of those yeah. movies. I think. Parody? Parody of those movies. Talk about Outlander again. <laughs> but what else came out before, around this? I mean, the Jonas Brothers movie. What else came out? Uh, Medea Medea goes to jail. God damn that! That's two weeks in a row, big movie. But there's there's some other Street Fighter. Oh, you said you were gonna talk about the Oscars real quick. That's where we got sidetracked. Fuck the Oscars, huh? But let's just do a real quick recap. I never saw Slumdog. Great. Did you really like it? Do you think it's Oscar worthy? I think it was my number two of the year. So you so shitty. I love it, and I I don't mind the backlash. Fuck the backlash. It's still good. That's how I feel. That's how I feel as as a man. You're not you're not upset that it won. Not in the least. Not in the least, sir. So what else? What, what other wins did you like? Um, Any I, surprises? I was surprised uh, that Heath Ledger won. That was a big... I also was surprised that Penn beat Rourke, but I didn't... I didn't um, I'm glad. I, a lot of people weren't surprised. I can't stand Mickey Rourke. I'm so glad. Really? I can't stand him. I you, do you like him in the movie, though? Yes. Uh, yeah, he was very good in the movie. But I, I, I don't like how he's... I, just seeing him, I, I want him to go away for another ten years. Well, he—they have that story that he—they sold that story so hard that you know the whole they hit this the, you know the movie's about his career, right? But I mean, okay, I don't have to keep fucking hearing it all the time. You know, the, the Barbara Walters thing—it's just. Although it, the, the, I watched the Barbara Walters interview, and as annoying as it was, at the end, she says thank you, Mickey Rourke, and he goes thank you, Barbara Walters, which I thought was pretty funny. Had to be there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or be watching it. I thought it was pretty funny, though. 
he he has like a he has really um beat the path towards the Oscar and it has been annoying. Okay, can you be Barbara Walters and interviewing Nick Nolte for a minute? Okay, do you want me? How do you? What do you want Steve, me? Steve, you could be Star Jones. I'd rather what? Uh, Nick, Nikki, Nick, Nick. May I call you Nikki? Nick. <sighs> I loved you in Blue Chips. Blue Chips. Throwing the fucking bottom finished. There were there were good movies, Nick, but there were also bad movies. Can we talk about those bad films? Um, afternoon. North Dallas 40, oh god. Fucking rich man, poor man. Fucking down and out, Beverly Hills. Do you, let me ask you this question. Do you think John Travolta's latest animation, Epic Bolt, is going to screw up your latest animation and production, Epic Nolt? Shit uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Chip> myself. <laughs> Uh, the drugs. Let's talk about the drugs, specifically All the ba- the band, the drugs from South California that you're producing. <laughs> Let me say Crime. this is the worst Barbara Walters impression. <laughs> Brawly Nolte. It's a great Nolte. When did you sperm him out? Pride of my eyes. He's the pride of my eyes. <laughs> Were you impressed by his performance in Ransom, the Mel Gibson, uh, Barbara Walters produced, Ron Howard uh, vi- film from the kidnapping vehicle from uh, Gary Sinise, also in a personal friend of mine, Gary Sinise. What did you think of Brawley's performance in that? Uh, I must, I didn't. Must have been jailed. Don't remember. Don't remember. At least I remember thinking as I saw him on the first act, he, I said, I, I nudged Ron, Ron Howard and I said, he's like a mini Nick Nolte. And then I went, correction, he is a mini Nick Nolte. <laughs> what is the name Brawley? Where does it come from? Uh, he came out, he looked like a green giant. <laughs> Star, do you have any questions for Nick? Not at all. <laughs> Star, it sounds like you have a Nolte in your throat. What are you talking about? <sighs> well, listen here. Star, I loved you in Lost Boys. Thank you. I loved myself <laughs> in Lost Boys. I was big. I was very big and fat in Lost Boys. I am not opinionated. Nick Nolte, tell me about your favorite McDonald's Je- food. <laughs> Jennifer Rubin performance. In 1,000 words or more. <laughs> Nick Nolte, do you know 1,000 words or more? Dreyfus. <laughs> Dreyfus is, is not 10,000 words. I ain't been saying since I came clouded. This is our worst segment. <laughs> Clear your mind, Nick Nolte. Who is your, fa- your, who is your favorite co-star Jones? <laughs> Always wanted to hang out with Liz Nick Nolte. Payne. What was your What was your favorite Karate Kid movie? What did you think of Watchmen, Steve? Sorry, you know, not too bad, not too shabby. Yeah, I wasn't overly impressed with it. Like, I I never read the the sword. I, let me say Let me say this. I couldn't get into the graphic novel. Okay, never. never it really was got, too small to accommodate you. I don't know. I I would start it, put it down, 
Forget about it. Yeah. Go back to it. Start it again. Put it down. Like the hell with it. Did you try turning the page? I did. What? After page one, did you try flipping the page to page two? Nope. Didn't oh. know there was one. Well, anyway, the film. I, I was. I thought it was all right. I, I didn't. Weren't overly impressed. No, not at all. <laughs> I, I could have gone. I wouldn't have been upset if I hadn't seen it. Scale of one to ten. Really? Let's do a scale of one to twelve, or twelve to no, twelve. No, we'll do. <laughs> 12 to 1. Okay. 12, and 12, 12, 12, to watch. 12 being awful yeah. and 1 being amazing. I, no, don't confuse my face. No, all right. 1 to 10, yep. I'll probably give it a, let's see, probably give it a 7. Oh, okay. You, you, so you enjoyed it more than... No, I did enjoy it. Yeah. You have it to appreciate moments. the ambition of it, too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It had moments of excellence, but it also had just moments of, like, blandness for me. Yeah. I love the musical, uh, like, the, the song choices. You I did love it. that. I absolutely loved it. Yeah. Opening credits were great. Opening credits were great. Yeah, that, that's probably one of the best, the strongest parts of that movie was the opening credits, which which everybody had kind of heard about. That everybody didn't didn't people had seen that hadn't seen they'd seen that part of it already. All the all the inside interweb guys. Someone like me who didn't know the characters, it's a perfect introduction to them. Apparently, does a very good job of it. Obviously, left an indelible mark on you. You liked it so much. I love the opening credits. Yeah, but the film overall to me was just not not overly impressive. Okay. It um, had it had excellent moments. The effects were great. Sometimes. No, I didn't have a problem with any of them really. <laughs> some of them look all right, I, I take it back. Like the stuff at the Arctic at the end, like the establishing shots, some of that was a little too cartoony. I had a little Spoiler. With, uh, I oh, thought hardly. the stuff on the moon help. was a little bit although it did look like the comic, I thought some of that. Wait, the Mars? Or or the Mars, moon? yeah, the Mars. Okay. Uh the 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 what do they call that? The Mars. The the glass castle thing, glass that sphere. Means that means more makes. than yeah, more than one Mar. One but I mean, mar it, one obviously he tried to make it look a lot like the comic. So, I Steve, talk more about the Watchmen. Let me talk more about the Watchmen. What about Tyler Bates' score. Tyler Bates is everywhere nowadays. Is he? Wait, well, he did three hundred, which was remember how a lot of people were upset that he uh, had you know like electric guitar. Rocking out in 300. I don't remember. I'm not, I don't yeah, pay much attention with, to the that's scores. That's the thing with Tyler Bates, though, is that his scores tend to be kind of forgetful. You didn't like the score in this? Not really. I love the musical, like the, the songs, but the score itself well, the, is very unmemorable. What, a forgetful? Yeah. I know. It, forget, it forgets itself. Not forgettable, but it's very forgetful. But the, um, he did Slither, I think. Did he do Slither? I think he, I think he did Slither. Another, so he, is he, he must be... Um, he did Halloween. Wait, did he do Halloween? He did do Halloween. A shitty score. I always take him fishing with me. Yeah, there you have it. It's kind of a bland choice for this. For this, though, I mean, so I was. It was Holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> Don't is, mind me. This is what I think of Watchmen. Next, making coffee nice. with his peep. See the thing. The thing I, I think that you don't grab on it though is like, I mean, you just watch. You watch a three-hour R-rated vicious movie with crazy, crazy violence, sex. I accept that. Crazy thinking, neat shit that you don't see, big budget, it, it exists. I know. And, and not, not an uplifting flick. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I understand what some people say, that it was really, would have been better off if it had like a five-hour miniseries or something like that. Because the, the trying to cram that massive story into a, a even a two-hour, 40-minute film, is just, it was just too much. I think they actually did a good job. I think it felt a little long at times. Yeah, it felt. It I think they could cut some stuff out. I think it, you know, as as a big fan of that, you know, a lot of people and I, including me, are a huge fan of the graphic novel. Um, we were Nick and I were flipping through it, 
before we started this thing, and they just really, I mean, verbatim took a lot of stuff. Yeah, from because them. I asked how much dialogue did they take over from the. Seems like they just took. I mean, you, someone, just Steve, you said that the uh, the Snyder used the book as a storyboard. Storyboard. storyboard yeah, that's what he said. It really feels like it. I mean, it really, and when you look at it, it really it is apparent. Good. Yeah, it was very well made. I mean, he's got a. Great visual eye. Uh, Snyder's incredible. really impressed me because ever since his talk show ended, I haven't seen him do much. Well, he isn't doing much lately. That that Snyder. Why not? He passed. Tom Snyder died? Yes. That's why. Why he's occupied. That's why I keep track of shit. Tom Snyder's no more. Yes. Okay. Um, performances were good. Most of them. <laughs> Caveat McGovern over here. I thought, yeah, I thought some of it was sometimes a little slow. I I think it probably isn't as. Um, you Steve, know, don't you love when agents get blown up? That was my least favorite part. Maybe not as deep as the obviously the graphic novel, but how could it be? <laughs> I mean, really. I don't know. Visually, it, I, mean, I don't know how you could, or you know, have it, a more of a. You know, it's obviously the most true to the comic than any that any Alan Moore Alan Moore's work has gotten. Right. I mean, it really followed it. But then it raises the question, really, was it filmable in the beginning? Because some of that may not transfer very well to the screen. To me, it seemed it, it came off more cinematic and more and more like successful as a piece of entertainment than I had any thought it would. Yeah, I guess it's been in development for 20 years. It's been, I mean, it's, they, keep it's, trying to take, they kept trying to take shots at, at making it. I, I would have, honestly, I would have liked to see Greengrass. I know Greengrass was uh, up for it. I would like to see his take on it because I think his would have been a little bit less... Uh, no, Aronofsky was attached. At one a little point. bit more real worldy, I guess. That sounds stupid to say, but um, Snyder, you know, he obviously has this real interesting visual sense. I think he's a pretty strong visual director, and he, he definitely pulled off something here. I mean, I think it. I was kind afraid. Of an achievement, really. Yeah, I was afraid it was going to look too blue screeny, but but it doesn't at all. <laughs> I think it does sometimes, but I I don't think it really gets in the way too much of the of the comic, and I think it's or the movie. I don't know. I mean, I I enjoyed it quite a bit. I it's one of those movies though when you when you walk out of it, I, I you're like ah. Uh, yeah, you don't know what to think because it's a lot. There's to so take much. In. It's a lot to take. There's in, so yeah. much to go. It's going on, and that's not necessarily bad though. I was some, like, I tell you what, like about 30 minutes into it, I was giddy though. I was like so happy with because I mean, the opening credits are amazing. Yeah. Once it once it's obvious that he's it, it works, mm-hmm. you know, it's like wow. And then of course Rorschach. Yeah, and that's we were talking about how Rorschach and uh, before we start recording. That character is so memorable and so interesting, and probably the the most interesting character in the graphic novel. And I always thought, and in Welcome Back, Cotter. If they made a, if they made a, or an, yeah, if if they made a um, movie, I always thought that that's why they'd make the movie, and they'd have to make that character, the actor would have to be great, and they have to do it right, and they did. I mean, they they recreated it perfectly, and uh, Jackie Earl Haley did an his incredible voice job. Was, his voice, his was voice brilliant. is perfect. Yeah, yeah. it was. Well, so it's a com- voice role for most of it. It really is. He did. He just did. He just. He basically is the comic book come to and life. I love how small he is. Like if you see him on screen, like he's mm-hmm. tiny. He's a tiny guy. Yeah. He's a diminutive chap. But it it works for the character. It makes him more life, and he's able to flip all over the place and fuck people up with. He doesn't possess bowls. massive size. Doesn't he has hair in this too? I think he. I thought he was. Brilliant. He doesn't rape any kids in this either. Very. He's very uh, he's his, uh, adept with a hatchet. It's gotta be that. Now that's gotta be a, such a. It's gotta be a whiplash for him, man. That like, what three years ago, four years ago, he was shooting commercials in Florida or something. Like, had a commercial company, and now he's in a fucking Watchmen. Yeah, but he uh, he campaigned for this role. 
Yeah, but but before that, I mean, he got plucked out of basically the ether by Penn for I think Sean Penn and uh, um, Zach Steve Zalian for oh, wait, that, all he, the King's Men. I think that's that's when he started his comeback. Was he nominated for that? He finished his comeback in Little Children. I think he was nominated for Little Children. Really? Yeah. Anyway, so I, I thought he was the best, definitely the best part of the movie, in my opinion. Yeah, okay, so let's actually kind of pull this in a little bit. Um, it's, uh, Watchmen uh, is a big movie. It's, to me, it's like one of the last big ones. It's like one of the last properties out there that was something to look forward to Besides in the horizon. Squadron Supreme. True. I mean, yeah. Or the Eternals. But, but, uh, but or the it's, Elementals. Those what about the new Defenders? Johnny Sacco. What about the Warriors of Plasm? Hmm? Don't De- know it. Defiant Comics. Um, concrete. I love Concrete. Mm. Death Dealer. What about the comic? Cherry. <laughs> what? Cherry, the fucking porn comic. Yes. The New Mutants. I don't know any porn comics. The New Mutants has been done, sort of. Alpha Flight. You you're gonna get your Alpha Flight movie someday. You're gonna get my North Star. Oh, uh, Star Wars Legacy. Multi Star. They, they could film that. No, North Hello? Star. I think North Star's already been made too. Summer Storm. Scott Summer Storm. How would you uh, sum this film up? Like if someone didn't know Roach Mill, and you're trying to tell them like what the film's about. <laughs> what do you what do you tell Fuck them? You. Just that it's a anti superhero film. That's it's, not. It's kind of a satire on superhero. Yeah, films. But it's hard to like. What, Watchmen? Synopsize it, rather, to create a word. Yeah, how would you <laughs> fucking Roachmill? <laughs> how would you... What would you say? I, mean, I don't know if it's a satire, but it's definitely a commentary. I mean, a yeah, satire in some ways, but... I mean, it's a rip on, like, a lot of shit. It's it's a sociopolitical fucking crazy son of a... Did they ever self. make connections to all from all the characters to who, their, their, their real comic world counterparts, like Captain America and all that stuff? They, uh, Superman? Well, it was, uh, that's that's um, Dr. Manhattan. Ozymandias is, uh, what is he, Iron? Uh, oh, wait, maybe he's super shit face. No, he's Hulk. Wait. <laughs> fuck, fuck, I think he's Hulk. I don't care. Rorschach's Batman? No, Night Owl's Batman. Uh, I like to say Rorschach is. Who's Rorschach, Rorschach then? He's the Sin Eater. <laughs> he's the question? He's the, uh... He's kind of the question. He's kind of the Punisher. But you know the question, though? Yeah. The question had no no face and... Yeah. I like the question in that comic back in the day. That was DC. Mm-hmm. I bet he. I bet he's a takeoff on the question a little bit. All right. You know. You know why there's no Green Lantern surrogate? Because Green Lantern is dumb. <laughs> he wanders around with a lantern. He's, he's known for his and jewelry. Hey, I wear jewelry. Check me out. What about Silk Spectre? She's doing nothing. Okay. She's like Mockingbird. Lockheed. Is it Lockhead or Lockheed? Lockheed. She's like, yeah, she's like the, uh, oh, man, she's Jarvis. <laughs> so, um, Give okay, me a so, soda. Nick, I mean, you, let's, we, I liked it quite a bit. You love the movie. I re- actually, the thing is, I, I need to see it again because I, I was, I'm, I'm not sure if this is love or if this is like just so happy that it wasn't an affront. You know, it's yeah, like, it's yeah. so hard to do that material that I was like, they, he did it and it, it came off as a movie. You know, it probably like, could not have been done any better. I'm, well, that's what I'm wondering. It's like I'm, there's things like now in retrospect, there are some parts where they could have trimmed. I think um, the whole it, there it started to the about the two hour and ten minute mark. It started to feel 
like okay we need to get things moving and yeah yeah and uh, the Atlant- the uh, Antarctica stuff I a lot of that I was not thrilled with um I I liked it and I like the I sort of like the replacement ending um just fine cuz they obviously didn't do the squid mm-hmm. ending um but I I, I kind of like the replacement ending okay there's something that bothered me about it, which we could talk about later. Are you talking about like, like Henry is playing a lot of football? Um, but I I didn't like. There's a couple things I think. There's a couple music cues I, I I didn't like. Couple like you know all on the watchtower. I thought it was pretty obvious. And um, I think Micah actually mentioned that line. But, you know, I'll tell you though, the thing that I don't think it was the musical choices as much as the way that they were mixed in. They were extremely high in the mix. Like the yeah. music was very front and center in all the musical choices. I just think there's a couple of scenes where you just didn't need that. You just didn't need it. You could just have the. You just didn't need. See music. the thing. The thing that a lot of people complaining about the choice, the pop, like uh, the sound of silence and all that. Or oh, that was great. Wait, wait, was that sound of silence? Yeah. Okay. It was. I thought that was. Kind Here's of the obvious, thing. Wa- right. To me, Watchmen is an exception. Like Watchmen is a is a, it, it, it's it's a it's a mid '80s. It's a, it's a period thing. It's got a time and place, and it's got it's got it because they're bending history. I think you have to keep some things to kind of bring it back to reality and those are those are those yeah, are all cornerstone some of the music songs that they used was they were trying to tell you like which era yeah and they, i kind of like the 80s they threw in that nina nine on left balloons they threw in tears for fears in the background of that one scene i kind of like that and almost like kind of wish they would have just done all 80s like songs like that would be kind of interesting but they didn't use any asia songs like i was, <laughs> I was upset about that there was no heat of the moment or anything oh that would been great it's the heat that would have been amazing heat of the moment. why didn't they play that during the vietnam Ozzy sequence when someone was getting incinerated did it <laughs> <laughs> That's the best version of it. The heat of Aja. the moment. Cardiff's cocks blue. <laughs> That's in Waking the Dead. CGI cock and balls. It was great. What's not to like? Cardiff. Night out, gain some weight. Rorschach. Do, 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 do you see that part on the owl ship where she had some hard candy Oof. up in her? Man. So, okay, we've been meandering around this whole thing, but it's it's an epic movie. It's a giant it's a giant cornerstone project, and uh, I think not only do they pull it off as a good as a good movie, and being faithful to the source material, I I think it may it may be something really special upon repeat viewings and over the course of time. I don't know. It may lose everything the second time. Yeah, it might. But but I have a feeling it's going to be one of those things that's really worth revisiting. I think maybe it didn't go. I mean, it, on a surface thing, I think it get a surface it gets a plus, but maybe it doesn't go deep enough into some of the stuff. But you know, I don't know. Well, I don't but, know. but I have to see it again. But, okay, I mean, compared to, to compared to, to compared to Dark Knight, because every know. Dark Knight's nowhere near as deep as people imply. It's kind of it's, it's a, more accessible though. Yeah, no, it's it's. I think Dark Knight's funny because it's you know it, I guess it's accessible, but. At the same time, you watch the movie. It's pretty. It's a pretty harsh film. I mean, it's. I think it's an R-rated film that they got a PG-13 because of what it is. Um, I just think Watchmen is obviously a lot. I think a lot harder of an R, but at the same time, it's not. You know, Watchmen just when you watch it and when you read the graphic novel too, and it kind of got the tone. I think the movie got the tone of it. It's just kind of uncomfortable to read. It's kind of uncomfortable to watch because it's not a happy. It's not a happy story. I mean, bodies are of, bodies are treated with 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 yeah. meanness in this film. Yeah, it's a it's a lot of uh, you know. But uh, but uh, you know somebody somebody, for somebody said that they 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 said that sorry I heard that somebody said that Rorschach was almost Rorschach was almost as good as Joker. I think he's better. That I mean like there's not it's such an unsure I mean like I I love the Joker I mean Heath Ledger Heath Ledger did a great job and all. 
but I really think that um, Steve Miller did this, a good job too. This feels more real. Rorschach's given more to do though, because he's actually on a mission. He's you know, Plus, to uncover stuff. Is... Joker's just out for vengeance, or well, not really vengeance in this one, is he? He's but they're for... both kind of like uh, you know wild card characters who are not wild haired uh... characters, as you put it. Joker hair, Joker's hair. I, I disagree. I think Rorschach's character is expanded upon far more than the Joker's ever was or needs to be. Well, that's what Nick was saying. Nick said he's better too. I, yeah, no, I mean, I, he is. A, he I don't is know. Better. I'm not gonna. I don't know. I have to take them side, go side by side here. But I, I mean, I, I'm a huge fan of Rorschach and the graphic novel. And I think it's a perfect trans. It's like it, they did such a good job. Okay, with let's him, go character, his character by character. All right. Okay, the, the woman in the grocery store, be, like behind the counter. Eh. Hot. No. Um. Okay. Let's start with. Uh, let's start with Patrick Wilson as Night Owl. Um. You go ahead and talk about him. Everybody knows you, Pat. Everybody knows old Pat from uh, from Hard Candy and from uh, Little Children, mm-hmm. and from uh, when he Pat Wilson, Wilson Phillips, <laughs> and uh, he's got a, he he's a, he's a very good actor who has a very chiseled features and all that. And he kind of I mean like the character in the book is is a uh, puffy. Uh, he's a puffy man. He's 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 down on his down in, down on his luck somewhat. Impotent. He's impotent. In the he's comic. Imp- he's impotent. He's they kind of refer to that in the movie, but in the in the comic, it's just like underlined. The man cannot get it up. He's got penis problems in more ways than one. And in the, in the movie, they yeah, they do that too. He's got he's got dry dick. I liked him outside of the costume. I like how he was like a he a blended schlub. in. Now. He was like an everyman now. Yeah. He, mm-hmm. I like that. But, but I didn't care for his like, superhero character. Um, in the comic, he's definitely chubby, and this it's like he's Patrick Wilson with the little. Little pillow under a shirt, you know. But uh, he did a good job, I thought. Um, I, I haven't liked him. I liked him in Hard Candy quite a bit, but I haven't really liked him too much since then. I thought he did pretty good in this. What else have you seen him in other than? I saw him in Little Children, which I don't. A movie I don't like. Really? Um, no, I, I don't like the book either, which I read. Um, and I don't like the book on tape, which I heard. And I also don't like the interview. You I also read don't. With the author, you also don't like John Tom Perlito or you don't like, like John Book and Operate. Huh? You also don't like John Book. In witness, um, what a great name for a lead character, John Book. He gets uh, to read people their Miranda rights. Yeah. He goes into business with John Carpenter and John. Like, who else? You know what I like about you know what I like about John Book? His John spine. Sales. A lot of spine. Uh, so I think he's he's he was good. I mean, he I went was, over to his house for dinner. I had to move all the contents off so I can eat dinner. They had a table of contents. <laughs> Sorry, what were you saying? Did you meet his kid, Chapter Two? <laughs> I went so, to his bathroom. I had to flush the epilogue. But I think all the characters <laughs> in it, like all the actors, obviously, totally. Ba- I mean, they they just really were faithful. I mean, they really must have used the, especially Jack Earl Haley, the comic as their bible. I mean, no, the Haley is the comet as his bible. Who's the next character <laughs> we're gonna do then? We've only done one. What do you like? Do you like old Patty? I liked him, but yeah, I liked, I love, I liked I, him, but I didn't like the, the night out. I didn't like the, the uh, superhero. He had a cool. His costume was fine. He had a neat little gadget asshole. I don't know. I he didn't look puffy him. in his costume like the in the in the comic. He's pu- he's pretty puffy. He liked in to that drive costume. around town. Didn't really find him interesting. He's I don't. He's not supposed to be. Well, then the, yeah, he's kind of your ever. He's yeah, just kind like of your. Yeah. I liked him. I liked his uh, whatever the, the character was outside of the costume. I liked that character, Dan McNulty. And Fogelberg. Oh, what was he in the movie? It's his real name, the character. I can't remember his last name. Dan Fogelberg. That's it. Um, Silk Spectre. Well, first of all, but I think that's maybe Morris' point, too, is a lot of times maybe you're not supposed to like these 
people outside the costume, but maybe especially inside their costume. You're not necessarily supposed to like them either way. So point to Alan Moore on that one. There, well, Steve. actually, I think right. he's 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 the one the audience identifies with the most. Probably, I think I think Rorschach's probably the one the audience identifies with the most, and Moore no, would be right. like a uh, 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 human nature. What shame on you? That's what Moore would say. Then he more wouldn't say anything because then he'd go to the, the Halloween film. shop and shop matter. for plastic yeah. jewelry. Then he then he'd not clean himself up and go out. This is then not it, a common Mike. This is not a commentary on the graphic novel by any means. Having not read it, I have no right to say anything. I'm talking about the film. Then I'm more to put a top hat on his beard no, and walk no, away. Goodness. This next character. Okay. Silk Spectre. Silk Spectre. Fucking boring. That the one with the mole, the massive mole on her on her face. Mm-hmm. Sort of boring in the comic, though. So, um, it's actually a shrew. The problem I had with with her Walking is that, shrew. and I didn't, I you didn't like Malin Ackerman. I thought she was okay. I I just think that she's in, in rush and compared to everybody else, she's just she's looks a lot younger than everybody else. She looks like she's twenty one. Everybody else looks like they're in the thirties, maybe forties. So it's just kind of a little bit weird that they cast someone that young to be in it. I think she's fine. I, I didn't, it didn't bother me that much. I, th- I think the actress. I would like from- to see Carla Gugino, who played her mom, and they put crappy old age makeup on later. Um, s- seeing her play that role, maybe she's a better actress. Than I never get tired of seeing her naked. No, she never gets tired of getting naked. True, she's a very, very uh, pretty woman. I very think pretty. very voluptuous woman. Uh, I thought the character was very boring. The okay. silver stalking chick. She's whatever. not necessarily that exciting in the comic, but she, you know, she's all right. She's got a little bit of drama going on in her life. As they all do. Don't care. Comedian. Love we haven't him. we haven't finished talking about no. Melon Ackerman. All right, the hell no. with her. I want to She's move boring on. as hell. All right, let's talk about the comedian. Tom. <laughs> I loved him. Great. He's one of my other favorites. Like him and Rorschach are my favorites. Uh, well, first of all, he plays a role model. <laughs> Absolutely. Fucking. And then secondly, yeah, Jeffrey Dean. I I never saw him on Grey's Anatomy. Thank God. Here's the thing, though. Uh, let, let me let me stop right there. Apparently, he dies in everything. Yeah, he dies in Supernatural. He yep. dies in Grey's Anatomy. Dies right. in this. Uh huh. He'll die in real life eventually. Oh. That's all I've seen him in, really. He dies in P.S. I Love You. Wait, I don't think he does actually. <laughs> that's he... that's that's uh, Gerard Butler dies in that. So but you're I thought wrong. He was, I thought he was great. Your theory is disproven. Oh, well, it is. <laughs> you tell me one of my theories is not right. Theory is disproven. Well, I thought he was great as the com- comedian. Uh, it's funny. His brother is a. Uh, Lauren Dean Morgan. <laughs> Shout out a fucking news uh, update, a news article about fucking Lauren Dean yesterday. Did really? you see this? When you writers... That's that 3D movie by Henry Selick, right, Lauren Dean? <laughs> it's a, he's she's he's she's going to be a movie with, he's going to be in a movie with Hillary Swank. It was on Chud. I read it yesterday. It was Lauren Dean is in this movie. I couldn't believe it. One of your writers, uh, David Oliver, I believe, Excellent. wrote wrote the article. Um, yeah, and I was very excited to see his return of Lauren Dean. More excited than Lauren Dean. Lauren Dean, does, he, he's got a fucking poker face like you won't believe. Incredible. Lauren Dean, your wife just died. He just continues on with that moon face. Lauren Dean, you just won the lottery. Moon face continues. <laughs> I'm just excited. I, I hope someone's going to mess up and we actually start talking about Laura Dern. That's what I'm, that's what I'm hoping for. Forget Lauren Dean. <laughs> Lauren Dean. So the comedian was great. The son of Lauren Green. Green. And Harry Dean Stanton. Yes. And J- it's his father. 
Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Yes. Pretty good. Not bad. Pretty good performance as the comedian. Swore his ass off in this film. He he, he was a. Uh, there wasn't that a moment really where he was doing something that was good. He was like either beating up people that were didn't deserve to hate, killing pregnant women, raping, attempting raping. Gugino. Steve, how much do you worship that character? He is my favorite character of all time. Okay, he's not true at all. He goes Robert Wisdom from Storytelling, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Where Watch does me. the Death Stalker himself reign in here? He is number seven. Where does um, where does the, James the Woods' character from Ghost of Mississippi reign? Oh, he's number four. Okay. The Mangler, the Machine, is number three. Then Steve's like four Slimer from Ghost. And then and then why oh, and then and then number ten ten threw me off. Why is it why is ten not is the actor Herbert Lom? I can't, I can't explain that right now. In time, you'll understand. Okay. Herbert Lom. What about uh, Dr. Manhattan? It's, it's number seven, the cast of seven. You're very clever, Steve. Very clever, kind of persnickety. Uh Dr. Manhattan, go ahead. You love you love the crud up in this. I do. I do. I, I, I love all William the crud up. I love him as an actor, but I wasn't. I thought that his casting was weird because I he doesn't seem, and, 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 and he doesn't. He doesn't seem the type that would be that character. Yeah. When I see Dr. Manhattan on, in the comic, I'm like, this guy's like, you know, this is going to be some generic strapping guy, but completely impassive. Mm-hmm. You know, you think he's, his blandness is the point. I mean, too like, much actor for that role, and that's what you thought before you saw Sort him. of, sort yeah. of. But Crudup's done this, his career is weird. He's done, he does stuff where he's transparent. He's like, because like you watch something like Jesus' Son or, or, um, or Almost Famous, and he's got a lot of, you know, energy Charisma. and all that. And then you watch um, fucking. Big Fish, and he's he's great in it, but he's very kind of down the middle. Mm-hmm. Or you see him in um, what was the what was there was another one, Not Waking the Dead. There's another one I'm thinking of with him. There's I love him in Waking. That's probably he's in favorite, like a romantic comedy. That's what it is. Fair performance by him is Waking the Dead. It's, he's very if good. People have not seen that. They should check it out. Keith, Keith Gordon. Keith Gordon movie. I love him. Yeah. So I was surprised because Carter, like because the one thing about Doctor Manhattan is, is is like his almost you know his near lack of emotion. It's a tough, it's a tough uh, acting job, I think, because there's not, there's no emotion, a little bit, but um, it, you could, it could be borderline. There, he, I think he, accompli- maybe, I think Steve he kind of thought it was boring. I, I think I, he accomplishes a lot with little. Like, like he, he does, does right? he's very, he has these little subtleties that I really like. Blandness was the intent, succeeded because I did not like the character at all. Mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. I'll raise that banner. It's a very weird character, and it's almost like it could have stood to have a, even like a stranger kind of. Stranger performance in that role, like even a, a creeper performance. But See, I thought both, he did fine. I, I mean, it's 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 to me, it's Doctor Manhattan. It feels like Doctor Manhattan to me, mm-hmm. from the from the book. I mean, he's a lot of psycho babble. That's of what, yeah, it's cool. Psychological though. meandering. It's nice to it's nice to see a movie that's based on like a like a like a like what is superficially a superhero movie that's got these kind of big thoughts. I mean, the guy doesn't care about humanity. He's like totally like willing to sacrifice the us and he's a good guy it could be the dialogue from the comic book which i'm about to shit on it if this that's the case but there were times when i was watching the film and i was thinking of matrix revolutions and and uh all that stuff the way the dialogue was written it was like what the hell it's just a lot of times See, it just didn't make any sense to me to me it all made sense i mean it's a very i'm brilliant though all right i don't like the part where he goes dude i want to i want to blow this planet he the did fuck say up. D- he said he did say dude a lot he did say dude a lot 
I didn't, I didn't like that. I I I, didn't, I like the part when he said they were like Doctor Manhattan, Doctor Manhattan. He goes, no, 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 it's Doctor Manhattan. How you say it? You always say Doctor Manhattan. Man, you're Manhattan. Manhattan. I don't know. Manhattan. I don't even know. His Mad superpower Captain. is that he can change his tent for TV cameras. <laughs> this is a good job. His superpower is he's got perpetual uh, mascara. He's also got he's also got no shame. This I thought the ending was so fucked up when he joined the Blue Man Group. <laughs> that was one. That, <laughs> that was a better ending. That was Snyder's that only <laughs> only cinematic. Uh, that was what, that was the way. Think he deviated from the comic. That's one thing he had. That was one of my least favorite musical choices, though. With it was with the scene with him, where, where he brings uh, he brings her, he brings Silk Spectre to to Mars, and they play Blue Bayou. It's like which version? Ron Stance version? It's the only, yeah, that's like, the only version. As I far did as I'm like concerned. in the uh, was it like being wrong? The blooper reel they had during the credits when he donned the Papa Smurf hat. I thought it was kind of funny. <laughs> On his balls. That's his follow-up. That That's what the credits can be doing. That he's playing Papa Smurf. Did you, Did you think it was kind of cute when he referred to his genitalia as the Manhattan Project? <laughs> there it is, Manhattan. Oh <laughs> uh, God, Nick Nolte, what did you think of? Uh, uh, Hi, this is Brawley. <laughs> you sound like Tyler Shire. Think it was a takeoff on Blue Chip. Or the the this is exciting. See, this is a nerd joke. Exciting. His pubic hair—they called it Blue Harvest. Shame I don't get that. Yeah. (laughs) Blue milk. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I really liked. I really liked. I liked. I liked that work. Um, what about uh? There's other. There's other great characters we need to talk about. Like like let's talk about. Talk about. Let's talk about Ozymandias. Matthew Good. Is that Veet? 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 Yeah. yeah, Adrian, Adrian. Veet. The, the last scene in uh, the that movie, I saw him in a movie with... Uh, uh, his wife Sharon. The lookout. The his lookout. wife Sharon Isaac <laughs> The Lookout. Oh, with, uh, yeah, the Scott Rosenberg. Yeah. Yeah, jo- cool. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah. Movie. He's definitely different. I mean, I think he's a... Is he a British actor? I think he's British. How good is he? In that? Yeah. Is he really good or is he... Matthew, good. He's good. He's good in that movie. And what'd you think of him in this? I didn't like him that much, but I liked him more than I thought I would because I hated him by looking at him. His yeah. hair, his, hair was his great. suit, his hair was repulsive. Like, he looks he's ridiculous like, in the comics. Bowie esque, and he looks ridiculous in the movie. He, so it, he looked he, he looked a little bit. <laughs> I, I, he had a eighties eighties hair kind of, but uh, it was fine. It was fine. It's just he didn't come off as the smartest man on earth. Let's just say that. That's one thing I, we were talking a little bit beforehand. I wish they, I wish they would have cast Cruz in that role. I think that would have been a, a pretty good. Yeah, choice. but she was still doing Vicky Christie Bart's. Uh, I think he would have been great in that, in that role, and it could have been that could have been cemented the comeback for Tom Cruise. Tropic Thunder, Boom, Watchmen, Super Boom, Hardy Boys movie with Ben Stiller. Can I tell you who I think in his prime would have been perfect? Seriously. Okay. James Spader. Yeah, he would. To me, good. James Spader, he he conveys that like superiority, mm-hmm. and he's got blonde hair. In his prime, yes. Now he's a bloated toad. A bloat. Still great though. Why do you hate James Spader all of a sudden? No, no, I love James Spader. I'm just saying that he couldn't do that now because he's a bloated toad. 
He's an older gentleman now. He's, he's reaching he's his... still great. And you know who I think would have made a better Sally Jupiter, old Sally Jupiter, than Car Gagino? William Shatner. Let's get the whole cast the Boston Legal of Boston Legal back. up in this. All right, so then uh, that's it. Well, that There's no Rorschach. more characters. We kind that's of it. we we talked about him before, but let's talk about him again. We talk about Matt Furrer, Furrer, Matt Furrer. Crazy ears. He's a kind of uh, in. He's in. Uh, he's not in Three Hundred, but he was in Dawn of the Dead. Matt Furrer. Mm-hmm. The remake. That who did he play? Uh, he played a character, a father with a. The girl with the red hair's father. Don't you remember? That was actually his character's Vaguely. name. Vaguely. Actually, did I notice... Turns an, into a zombie, gets destroyed. Did I notice an in-joke? In Off screen. Uh, the the, the dwarf's henchmen? Lawrence and Lloyd? The oh, name, uh, they weren't called Lawrence and Lloyd, were they? Yeah. If the that, guy who got his arms... I know one of them was called Lawrence. The other one was called Lloyd. Oh, yeah, then it's definitely the producers. All right. That's the, I, I was watching... Well, there's also time. a 300, like there's a, like oh, the address or something. 3001 yeah. at the beginning. You thought that was a 300 roof? I thought it was, th- I thought it was a 300. No, it was 3001. 3001. I'm an idiot. I didn't see the one. I'm dumb. <laughs> uh, let's talk about the violence. Well, let's talk about Rorschach real quick. Okay. I loved him. Nick? Yeah. Perfect. Steve? Is the best in the film. All right, next. Violence. Fucking violent. Is violence hell. actually is the best character in the film. Violence was amazing. There are some great rib cages in this movie. The beginning of the movie is a little bit of a... You know how he did, Snyder started... Uh, Dawn of the Dead with that with the Johnny Cash song. Mm-hmm. It reminded me of that. The start of this movie with the Dylan song. I mean, obviously this is more um, more robust uh, in this movie, but it's like he kind of took. Yeah, the off opening on that credits idea. are phenomenal. Yeah, he Absolutely. always does pretty good with the opening credits. I, 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 I love 300. the whole photograph come to life type aspect. Yeah, it was great. It was excellent. There's a there's a photographer called Gregory Crudson, and that's it. It seemed very much like that guy's work, except except his stuff is is modern. Yeah. But the whole kind of like there's a, there's a, the life between like the world between movies and and still photographs, the lines blurred with those things and that, that was really cool about it. Yeah, and it plus it does a good job of kind of bringing you up to speed, uh, very quickly of what's up in the world. I didn't like the Nixon thing that much. Well, um, the act, I mean, it was the makeup was overt, terrible. yeah, yeah. Nixon's still present. The makeup's terrible. I thought, but, but uh, old, old I, age I, makeup the, was the, bad. The, in this. The, the later scenes. Look, he, uh, Nixon worked like in the war room scenes. Those, Those were still too big. Yeah, well, it's mean, almost like they could have just before they just didn't have to make it look that. Maybe he wanted to make it that look. That I, I honestly think it was it was heightened. They wanted just, it to be heightened. I just maybe, didn't think it worked. Might have been better if they didn't even show him. Like you just see him from behind. No, yeah, you need to show him because you but need to remind people Nixon. that. The, I know, but the thing is, like, they need to know it's that they need to see him. They need to have. Uh, they need to have um, the fact that it's his, you know, fifth term or whatever. So they need to build on that whole larger than life kind of America. You know, but when they showed Kennedy, he looked great. No, he did not. No, 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 no. Not not when he was assassinated. <laughs> but like when he showed him shaking hands with yeah. Manhattan, he looked great there. But then yeah, Nixon was too. Uh, the Kennedy assassination thoughtly. recreation was eerie. That was very good. And Jeffrey yeah. Dean, uh, spoiler. <laughs> Hell with it. Um, opening credits is in the comic book. Piss off. One, one shot. The one thing I didn't like, and I guess we, could we, should we talk about the ending? I mean, people have read this, right? I think I think we can. I don't. I think. Oh wait, wait. This is uh, hopefully this podcast will come out before the movie, so maybe stop listening for a minute. Um, but when he joins the Blue Man Group, I thought, no, like uh, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't like you know in the comic it's they they have an event that happens that there's like this kind Tell us about event. what happens in the comic because I haven't read it in a long time. I don't remember the whole content. Um, in the comic, there's an attack on New York City, and it's a outer space attack. There's a giant squid. Or something, a giant, crazy thing. All these New York's destroyed. Basically, all these people die in New York. Um, 
as far as how an ha attack happens or why it exists, maybe I won't talk about. But Snyder redoes it. He doesn't. He kind of um, twists it a little bit, and I, I think it's a fine. It's a fine rewriting of that. But in the comic, they have it's. He kind of follows the devastation a little bit leading up to it. But in the comic, more and Dave Gibbons is that his name. Mm -hmm. They actually show the aftermath, and it's fucking violent, dead bodies everywhere, totally bloody, like total just just horror. That's over several pages. I mean, they just have this. It's just a very vivid image from the comic, and Snyder does not. He does not. I mean, the, his way of rewriting. You can't really have dead bodies, but I think it's kind of a cop out too. It's there's like a you lose that that sense of loss. I think that that kind of hits hits pretty home Maybe in the comic. He makes up for that by saying it's not only New York. And yeah, I mean, film. I think I think I just think that you it's it would have been interesting to see that that kind of devastation if he if he would have carried through on that a little bit because you know Manhattan whenever he does his little things you know his little. It's mm -hmm. not exactly clean. I mean, he he kills people, and there's yeah. things on the ceiling and things on people's clothes, so blood and guts and jawbones. Yep. Uh, I would have liked to. I think that would have been an interest. I wonder why he chose chose to leave that out because whenever the city's getting destroyed, it's almost it's almost beautiful. It's like a, it looks pretty. You know, it's like a pretty special effect. You know what I'm saying? People hugging in the streets. Which actually kind of there's some parts of the comic when it starts to happen, you see that too. But I think the aftermath is missing. It's it's in the comics. So. I see what you mean. It's a small complaint, or maybe a big complaint, but I still like the movie quite a bit. I envision Alan Moore is wearing like a baggy tank top and baggy underwear, like baggy white underwear, where you can kind of see his ball coming out, and he's like really skinny. Yep. So it's like the skinny man in baggy ball pants and yep. and 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 a, and, a, and a gut, and but it's, but skinny everywhere but his gut. Yeah. And he's got his hair and his horrible eyes, and he's got this weird jewelry on, and he's walking around his house hating things. Yep. I don't like it. Um, <laughs> I don't like this image in my head. He doesn't look. He looks frightening. I think when you see him, but he's a very. I, I bet you he he's a very interesting creator. You know, I'll he, say that he he wears. I bet you he wears a lot of purple, like velvet he shit. He paints. He 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 writes an interesting picture. He also walks around with his ball out. He does. It's not intentional ball display. It's like one of those things with like a, a kids that sometimes have clothes on that's ill fitting, and they walk around and they sit down and accidentally you see everything they own. His brains hang out. Really? Is that what you say? No, I'm saying ball head. Oh, it's a brain. It's you brains. can see the head of his ball. It's his brains. Really? So the slang for balls. Brains. You see his squid. Yeah. I think if Alan Moore saw this movie, he'd be mighty. Either either he'd be disgusting to look at, or he'd appreciate the film. He'd hate it, actually. He would absolutely hate this. Yeah. I think he would. He doesn't want a movie made of his work, so he'd hate it instantly. He's not and even then credited in the. In the and uh, then it's not. Titles. He didn't want it to be. Anything oh, no. they cut out, he didn't like. So he. See, it's integrity when you when you're doing it to LXG. It's bonehead when you're not. Well, Dave with, Gibbons loves this. He's heavily involved. He's. It's well, he like, hates. I mean, more hates DC. I mean, he, he his hatred goes way back. He doesn't he doesn't want a movie, but he 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 already hates DC. So not just I mean, DC. He hates. He hates Marvel. He hates he, them all. He hates comics. Yeah. Like he doesn't like. Weird thing is, he likes BC every Sunday. First in line to the paper. <laughs> But I mean, I think with, I think his hatred of everything is is kind of interesting. So I don't I don't just, mind. Yeah, hate it, hate away, Alan Moore. It ain't just league that he should be ashamed of. Like V for Vendetta's balls. No, V for Vendetta's good. It's a piece of this, shit. I think this and from v Hell is crap. From Hell's nuts. Bad. It's the, terrible. But V for Vendetta is decent. This is good. All Very his, good. but all the so, good. balls are hanging out. <laughs> all the stuff is based. I mean, from Hell's an incredible uh, comic, I think, and so is um, uh, League, obviously, and. Uh, 
V for Vendetta, all better than their movies. Oh, of course. Except this, for except V for Vendetta and and From Hell have bad art. I, I don't I don't think so. I love V for I, Vendetta's art. Really? Oh yeah. Didn't like it. Yeah, but I mean, From Hell is a very strange, like kind of sketchy art, right? Yeah. Sketchy. Eddie Campbell. I, I like I like that quite a bit. I think it's a. I think it's a great. About Eddie Campbell is he keeps his balls in check. Yeah. I respect that in a man. I respect a guy who keeps his balls where they belong. So yeah, Al Moore would hate this so much. He already hates it. And he probably won't ever never see it. Maybe he'll rent it. Somebody should tie him down and make him watch it. I don't know how you couldn't see it, even if you you are against someone taking your your property and oh, you know the truth. It. He fucking he's got under it. He's got a fake name. He has a copy of that shit coming. I in. know. I was just saying, how could you not see this? I mean, or any of his films, like even even League, like you'd want to see what they did to it. You think his daughter will see it, Demi? I don't know. I doubt it. I think, I his doubt daughter, it. think his daughter will see it, didn't he? His dad, his father, Roger, will probably see it. Unless he dies. Do you think his his this documentarian will see it? You think his deceased <laughs> twin brother will see it, Dudley? From beyond. That's a good film. I never saw it. <laughs> I like the soundtrack though. Richard Band. Richard Band. What are you talking about? From Beyond. Yeah. All right. So we like The Watchmen. I love it. Steve, he gives it a seven, so he likes it I liked it, it. I liked it. I didn't think it was great. What would you give it, Nick? I would say, I need to see it again. But uh, right now it's like a eight and a half for me. <laughs> I liked it and I don't need to see it again. Someone ask me. I mean, ask I'm me. waiting, Justin. Well, ask me. Tell what? us. What do you think, sir? Oh, of what? I what would you give Watchmen? I don't do scores, though. Okay, what? What? Oh, wow. So you're so you're like Van Damme now. Scores. Van Damme doesn't do scores anymore either. Ever since Chuck Zito got him. Well, ask me on a scale one to ten. On a scale one to ten, what would you give the Watchmen? I don't do scores. I told you. <laughs> All right. How about a percentage? But I'll do letters. <laughs> I give it. A, I, give, I give it an H. <laughs> <laughs> You're difficult. Yeah. Speaking of, if you if you're at the Alan, if you're outside Alan Moore's house, and you look through, the, you may see his rotten tomatoes as he walks by. <laughs> doesn't have. He's saying the man doesn't zip up. Oh, you can't zip underwear up. He's got loose oh, balls. His leg the, holes are loose, and you can see his side balls. Does they hang, they hang low? Swing low, sweet chariot. I bet you do. He's getting older, and, and you know the, the the skin of your balls and ears tend to grow, mm-hmm. and so he's gonna have, he's gonna be able to hear his balls. Yeah. Actually, he'll never get to hear his balls because they grow at the same rate. So even though his ears descend, his balls descend to match his ear balls. Mm. Crazy, Alan Moore. He sucks. He does. He'll never. I mean, like the Watchmen is is a near perfect work. You know, he nobody. You know, having he, that. He, in thank your you resume. for that because he he wrote the Watchmen with Dave Gibbons. Near perfect work. What a compliment. You're talking about the movie? No, I'm talking about his. Uh, you know, yeah, he's, so his good. career. I mean, like he 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 uh, he he peaked early. I mean, I yeah, likely. He peaked a I, lot. You'll peak a lot too if you're near his house. <laughs> but uh, he. Uh, I mean, I like League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. I appreciate it. Right. Uh, I, I, from hell, I appreciate. Great, excellent. So he's got like four, four big titles. Though, Top right? ten four is five? not great. 
don't know. His, his crazy weird porn shit that he dr- does. You don't even look. I've you never, never even read it. So like I don't know fairy you, tale shit. Why like are you I, creeping out? Because you never read it. You never. Alice you in Wonder it. Tarzan Land or some shit. Ass. You should read it because it's supposed to be great. Mm. It's like doesn't he do like this weird porn though? He like, like weird like adult comics. Yeah. yeah. It's like erotica with uh, Wendy from uh, Peter, Peter Pan. Pan. Are you kidding me? Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. Getting check that out. Somebody needs to fucking lock him up with Brian Peppers. Don't bring Brian Peppers into this. Good-looking guy. Pepperland. Justin, what would you give uh, The Watchmen? I'd give it an H and a half. Why isn't an H and a half? I'm frustrated. That's like a Roman N. Is it? God damn you and your Missing H. Missing the top two serifs? No. Silk Serif? I used to love that show. Zalman King's Silk Serif. I'm going to give it an H point W. Did you ever see W? W? I didn't see it. Okay. It's out on DVD though. Sure is. I remember. I remember when that came out. It was like guaranteed for the best actor Oscar, not the nomination, the Oscar. Yeah, how'd it work? Josh Brolin was in the crowd. I think he got nominated for something else. Milk. Yeah, got nominated for uh, the guy that assassinates milk for Blue Milk. Mm. He blew milk away. He did. I did not see that movie either. I hadn't missed not a, very great. I had missed a lot. I have a lot, missed a lot of movies lately. I did see The Wrestler. It's the movie I saw before the kiddo was born. Tom Berenger was great in that Wrestler's Rhapsody. I saw that. I liked that movie back in the day. It's kind of a silly film. Milk is not. Milk was kind of disappointing. I was. What do you guys think of The Wrestler? Milk. Um, it's disappointing. Like um. Kind of James Franco was good, you know. Brolin was good, and it's small. It was a small role. He didn't deserve the nomination for that. Get yeah, ask me a scale. Gay, gay assassin. Ask me on a scale of one to ten. What I give milk? What would you give milk? Two percent. Not bad. You like that? I thought the film was a bit homogenized. Um, I skimmed it. <laughs> I skimmed it in the theaters. As it passed my eyes, as it, what was it like when it passed your eyes? Chocolate. It was chocolate milk. Chocolate starfish. Chocolate milk. There's no joke with chocolate milk. Yeah. Shit's good. Mm-hmm. That would have been that. a good punchline if they got like uh, Louis Gossett to play the character. And it would have been like, like Chocolate Thunder, the basketball player. Remember him back no. in the 80s? No. How am I supposed awesome. to remember that? Chocolate Thunder, Daryl Dawkins? I hate basketball. I'm not going to follow that crap. The guy's name was Chocolate Thunder. I, is that his given name? Is that his, yes. Bat, his, his nickname was Daryl Dawkins. <laughs> I, I, my favorite baseball player is Obtuse Spheroid, like but he goes Thundar. by Joe Smith. I see that? What? Chocolate Thundar. Okay, Justin. Mm-hmm. Milk. It's a tough porno parody of milk, I think, because you want to make it gay erotica, but then you also want to name it milf. That's that's a tough decision. I know. So it's like a, you're an impasse. I think. What what's to do, Nick? What's to do? What's to do? Make it buy. There we go. And by and large, if you know what I mean. Mm. Mm. By and large. Lish. That's what my classified ad says. Refreshing. By and large. Yeah. I thought it said help. It said gilf. <laughs> I don't even want to. I'm trying to figure out like what that stands for, and I think I know, and I don't like it. I don't like myself now. Steve, what did you think of milk? I love the wrestler. Thought it was great. No, seriously, let's talk about the wrestler a little bit. Okay. Hell yeah. So, um, 
Metal health? Yeah, that's how it starts. Brilliant. Loved yeah. it. I, th- I thought it was great. You did. I did. I don't I, like when he was... I, I The thing that bothers me about the wrestlers is that he was the family annihilator. Um, <laughs> one thing that... I, there's honestly... I, I like the movie. I thought Rourke was really good, and I like the fake NES game that they made. I thought that was great. But, that's um, right. That was, I forgot about that. So where he good. Does the, uh, what was that? What was Randy it? the Ram. He keeps the ra- playing uh, it. Ram Jam. He plays himself. Living, he's living in the past. Um... But one thing I didn't like in the movie for, for real was the when he goes to do that after he has his heart attack and he goes to do the autograph signing, and he's like sitting there, and they they pan around the the room, and it's like he looks at all the other wrestlers that came. Like the one guy's asleep, yeah. the one guy's in a wheelchair, and then the next guy has like catheters that he's peeing into, and the next guy just lost the lottery. He's starting to slit his wrists. Like they just go through like all the different. People like that. What they should have done? And worse. They should have done a split screen, and you see the guy, and then you see their Nintendo character. <laughs> well, I would have liked to have this the one guy at the end, like after all that just sadness and work is like it's true. Look at what my life has led. It's just everybody's gone to seed. These have the one wrestler that's still in shape, happily signing autographs. Everybody's at his table. And then they not... real, and then they realize that it's 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 a fucking. It's a lie. The thing I didn't like about wrestling, it's just, oddly enough, was Marissa Tomei. Hated her. What? Hated her in that. Gotta and, hate you. And she looked incredible. Another problem I have with that movie is that everybody in the strip joint was calling her old, and she looked incredible. Yeah. I, I like b- both girls in the movie. I thought they she were was both bad very good. In it. Huh? I thought she was bad in it. Like, bad isn't good? Bad isn't not good. You know who agrees with you? No one. I understand <laughs> this. I'm just telling you my opinion. You just don't like her because she's a girl. You don't like the women in don't the movies. Don't like women. That's right. I forgot about that. You don't like Malin Ackerman. You don't like Marissa Tomei. You're right. Criticize my little girl that I just had yeah, three weeks ago. I don't ago. like her either. What's up? You know what? She, you're you're right. I mean, Steve, you're right. She was bad. Oscar nomination. Like that means anything. Gorgeous breasts. Oscar nomination. Now, you have to admit, that's the thing is like everybody kept calling her old. And her, when, her you, when you just basically go to that, I know you... We maybe go to the strip joint and ask only for Tomes to come over. Please, to, please, all the Tomes, please bring Tomes. I want to Marissa me. and bring Jim Tomei with you. And Mickey can come too. Look good in that movie. Um, but I think one thing I think Aronofsky, like when I was making fun of that scene, I think sometimes he's a little too on the nose. That's why I think I don't like him as as much as other people sometimes. Too on the nose. Mm. You mean like he didn't the subtlety gene? Doesn't have it. Do you agree or no? Uh, I mean, I, I thought the wrestler was. I don't think the wrestler was the ultimate movie. I mean, I, I thought it was good. Mm-hmm. I think it was good performances in the movie, and I appreciate Aronofsky's change up as far as style and all that. But no, I, I, it was a TV movie of the week type of idea. Mm-hmm. But no, I'm with you. It, it wasn't subtlety was not what made the, made it what it was. But I love the ending. The ending to me really knocks it home. Yeah, I mean, Rourke, I think Rourke really makes that movie. I think he also there's... made my trip to the island a lot more palatable. Um. <laughs> but I like uh, I, I think it's a I think Aaron Oxy did a great job with it but I, I just don't Bad I just don't um, I laugh at it I, I just don't necessarily believe 100% in that guy's talent so I think he's alright but did, I can't did, wait for his Noah's Ark movie what what he's doing he's trying to do a Noah's Ark movie he's also doing that one with uh, what's it, guy, the dancer guy that does the heart cholesterol commercials no yeah Ro- having a glove or something no 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 the guy from Princess Bride Manny Patel. Yeah, yeah. They're sitcom, Rock and Pandy. And that'll do it for episode 38. Thank you for listening.
Why did I say pandy? <laughs> <laughs> Rourke and Mandy. God damn it. Can you imagine a show? <laughs> Mickey Rourke comes out with bright suspenders. He walks out of an egg or something? Yeah. Yeah, and then fucking tap dancing from the left comes the Patinkin. I wonder if he's going to. Wonder old Rourke. Rourke is he's in that movie a remake of a movie I saw I watched. Like a Russian roulette movie that's coming out. They remade oh, it with no. Michael Shannon. Really? You know what I'm talking about? You yeah, we do it we did a promotion for it in Chud. Uh it had a cool poster. It's actually not a bad movie. It's, it's like a very strange. Thirteen times no, it was yeah, like, like, thirteen times. Yeah, yeah, but it's yeah. um I like I and it's a very interesting movie and it's 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 very well done. I think the director of it's doing the remake, but and Michael Shannon's in it, who obviously is getting a lot of press. He's a good actor, but it's like, why would they remake that movie? If you saw it, you'd be like, why would they remake this? I mean, it's just not. And it's like a movie, and unless they really fuck it up and change it and make it kind of more actiony or something, which would be sad. I don't really understand why they'd remake it. I did see Wreck. I see. I saw some movies. What's Wreck? Uh, oh, the, REC. Yeah, yeah. REC. Which, quarantine. Uh, quarantine was remade, remade, which which is okay. Everybody kind of hyped that movie. I thought it was okay, but the ending was very creepy. I thought it was, the ending was really good of Wreck. Is it really called Wreck or is it Record? Or it's what? like bracket REC, uh, you know, close bracket. Yeah, because I think it's recording. I mean, it's just yeah, recording. It's record, yeah. yeah, I didn't see Quarantine. No uh, one saw Quarantine. I think you didn't like it? No, no, no one saw it. No, I think it Jennifer did okay. Carpenter. It's at yeah. the Dollar Theater. It's been there for months. No, it's on DVD now, isn't it? Yeah. It's Je- also I, the Dollar Theater. I wanted to you see You know what's that. funny? I, I went... Uh, I'm sorry to interrupt you. I, 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 I ate some squid when I was on on Tatooine, and it turned out it wasn't a squid. It was a, a, a an adolescent... Here we go. <laughs> so is there a quarantine quar- joke in here? It was, it was a quarantine. <laughs> So it was like an old boy movie, pretty much. I ate, oh a, live, oh I ate a live squid. Another movie they're trying to remake. Oh, they did. It was, they did old boy. It's called Benjamin Button. <laughs> Sally Jupiter, everyone. I love that movie. Pretty good. Which quarantine? The old Watchmen. Yeah. Finally made a sequel to Clockers. <laughs> is it, no, it's a Clockwork Blue. Yeah, that works. So, what are you excited about this summer, Justin? Mm. Uh, oh, I'm so and I, I mean, I'm so glad he didn't pronounce it Herm all the time, mm. uh, Rorschach, because oh, yeah. I hate that. I hate when people like think they're great and they're like, they're like Herm. Like they say it, they they enunciate the 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 spelling in the book. Mm. That's, what what did he do? He just go. Hmm. Yeah, well, there, yeah. It was like he had a, he had like a like it, he did like a few different ways over the course of the movie, but it was subtle. Yeah, it was kind of like a Clint Eastwood, like hmm, you know, like a Nick Nolte, fucking Zagnut Bar. Oh God. Um, I don't know. I can't. I mean, you have to tell me what comes out this summer. Harry I mean, Potter. What gives a fuck about Harry? Fuck mm. face. Telling him what comes out. Yeah, what comes out? What's what's on the on the docket. There's not a lot of superhero stuff, is there? It's weird, yeah. Good. Is there? I'm tired of them. Is there anything? I don't even know. When's that when's that the Seth Rogen Mall Cop 2 movie come out? 
His his mall cop film. It's not. It's not. Uh, it's not. Don't act like it's another mall well, cop. It's funny movie. though. I don't know. I don't like the trailer. The the the. Um, I don't like the trailer much either. But I, the trailer was okay. But the the red band trailer online is funny. Chad is doing a screening of it. Observe and I'm report. Sure it's, I'm sure it's gonna be better than the trailer. I mean, observe and report. It's got that great line. A lot of times they when don't he does that voiceover and he says, "What, <laughs> what have the cops ever done? Nothing good." What yeah, about Star Trek? Line. Star Trek's this summer. Did another Megan one. I'm looking forward to that sort of. What about Land of the Lost? Mm. Hmm. It's gonna be a bad summer. What else? I mean, Jesus Christ! I might take the summer off. There really is no superhero movies this summer. I don't think so. Yeah, we, we lucked out somehow. Watchmen. It's not a summer movie though. Comes out next week, right? Fast Furious. Got that coming out. I'm kind of excited about that. Me too. I love those movies. What else? Is there another? Is there? What's Clooney got? What's Clooney got? Hmm. I don't know. Bangkok Dangerous. How's my summer looking? <laughs> oh, you got Nick Cage's uh, was it fucking knowing. This, knowing. That's he, right. Look it up real quick. No. We, yeah, look it up oh. so we could we could tell them. We'll, we'll uh. Is there is there we'll another? On this. Is there another? Is there another Willard coming out this year? Who? Nick, I think uh, Knowing's already gone to straight to straight to video. Uh, knowing is that Proyas movie, right? I kind of yeah. like Proyas. I like I like the way you pronounce his name. How do you say it, really? It's Proyas, not Proyas. So you're so eloquent. Such an asshole. If he has a daughter named Helen, Helen of Proyas. I don't think he does. Then no one's gonna get that. Maybe three people. Knowing is gonna get that. Knowing will get that. What about? All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna be since since this is gonna be the last podcast for about a, a couple of weeks there. A couple of weeks. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go through I'm gonna go through the next few weeks. More than a couple of weeks, right? A couple of years. 2010, probably. Miss March looks like the worst film ever. I kind of laughed some of the parts of the trailer. Though. Those guys suck. The white white kids, you know. Yeah. Race okay. to Witch Mountain looks like a pile of peeps. I'll probably see that. No. Last House on the Left looks like it could be okay. Like Garrett Dillahunt, who's great. Horrible. The remake. Oh, Observing report. One of the girls from Sleepover. Duplicity looks like it'll be fun. With Jennifer Aniston, Clive Owen. Oh no, with Sheila Robertson. Yeah, that that's like a good, good trailer. That, yeah, Giamatti. It's a, it's a very good trailer. Yeah, and Clive Owen. I don't want to talk about I Love You, Man. Um, <laughs> that looks okay, though. You don't think so? No. I like Paul Rudd. Fuck. It's the guy that wrote Safe Men and directed Safe Men. I like him. I don't have loyalty. Um, Adventureland, Monsters vs. Aliens. God damn it. Oh, sorry, Nick. I didn't. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, there's a movie called Be- Between the Folds coming out. That sounds great. It sounds hot. Fast and Furious, The Escapist. I don't know what that is. Escapist? It's probably shit. It's limited release. <laughs> Dragon Ball. Fuck you. Dragon Ball could be good. Hannah Montana, the movie Observant Report, Anvil, fuck. Anvil? Is that Spinal Tappy? Okay. Thing. Um, oh, God, this looks good. D- dumb Summer, so oh, it's April. Okay. So the it Code. Crank, crank 2. Oh, Crank yeah. 2 will be fun. State of Play looks good. State of Play, good. the mission is great, which we talked about. I'm not looking forward to the movie version of it, though. It's great for you. The Mutant Chronicles, God help us. You saw it, right? Did no. you guys see it? What did you see that's like the Mutant Chronicles? Aliens vs. Cowboys or something? No. You and Steve uh, saw it. Oh, Outlander? Yeah. God. Not at all like Mutant Chronicles. Mutant, X-Men, Mutant. Origins, Wolverine. Oh, uh, that's a big superhero movie summer. People said it sucks. It looks like it sucks. That's a bad trailer. out of a dead man's piss. Looks terrible. Um, Star Trek. Going. It's going to be great. It's going to be the movie of the summer. Sorry, Steve. Angels and, Angels and Demons. Oh, I'll probably God. see that before I see Brothers that. Brothers Bloom. Copyright Dem Um 
Terminator Salvation. I'm looking forward to that. Oh, yeah. That'll be, that'll be big. Night at the Museum 2. That'll be huge. Oh, God. Huge. IMAX, right? Sorry, Nolte. Hmm? IMAX only, or is that wide? No, no. It's gonna oh, be... this is cool. Drag Me to Hell. Oh, same Rami, yeah. It's going to premiere at South by Southwest. Up. Up. Oh, the Pixar. Pixar. Summer's looking up. I get it. But really, it is kind of looking up. Land of the Lost. Hmm. Danny McBride. You don't like him. I like him. I'm, I'm looking. I, I, I like the. I like him fine. I just taking 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 the Pelham one two three. Mm. Uh, the remake. The proposal. Steve will see that with his wife. Was <laughs> who's in that? That's the one with uh, Sandra Bullock and uh, Ryan Reynolds. Something. Yeah. Forces him to marry her pussy. Yeah. Enjoy it. Guess who's not not fucking seen that movie. The year one. Harold Ramis movie. Okay. Looks weird. Looks okay. Hope it's funny. I like Harold Ramis. Once again, Harold Ramis in 2009 is a little different than Harold Ramis. Well, I loved him with Ice Storm. I loved it. He didn't direct that. He did direct it. Ang Lee. No, uh, I'm sorry. I loved him with The Ice Harvest. Harvest. That was all right. And Ang Lee has a movie coming out. Is it coming out this summer? What is it called? Oh, God, Transformers is this summer. That's going to be great. We keep forgetting. I I forgot everything. I love Transformers. Um... Yeah, that's going to be fun. That'll be huge. Public Enemies? Holy fuck. Michael Mann. Can't wait. That's a summer movie? Yeah, July 1st. Uh, Ice Age, god damn it. Ice Age, like Ice three? Age three? Yeah. Holy shit. Dennis Leary? Yeah. Um, My lordy. Still, there's, there's I love you, theatrical. Beth Cooper. Oh, that's a funny book. I read the book. Bruno comes out this summer. Bruno is. The new Borat uh, one. Yeah. Um, we got Harry Potter and his fucking problems. The story. biggest hit of, the, of all time? No, nah, I think Night at the Museum will be the biggest one so far. Or up. G-Force looks like a nightmare. I think Transformers might be pretty huge. That's, a, that's true. That might the be. biggest, maybe. Funny People could be great. Yeah. Well, wow, uh, this, this is actually turned out to be okay summer. I'm not even Nice finished. one. Not finished. G.I. Joe Rise of Cobra. Oh, uh, there's the movie. I We got to see that instantly. As soon as it... Get me in, Nick. As soon as you can. Because Nick got us in early for Watchmen. Yeah, it got us in five days before it came out, pretty much. Pulled his uh, Inglorious Bastards. It's a summer movie? August, yeah. This is, summer's incredible. Okay, Final Destination Death Trip 3D. Incredible. Final Destination 4? Final Destination 3, a movie that's grown on me. H2. No. Halloween comes out? August 28th. No way. Stay away from that. They're going to push that back. There's no way. But Zombie didn't do that one, did he? Yeah, he no. they, he oh, wrote man. and directed it. Stay that. Walk and away that's from pretty that much one. the end of the summer. Fucking Halloween two. Why? Why the fuck is it happening to me? Because <laughs> it made a lot of money. No way. Bill Mosley's in it. No way. <laughs> Whole Malcolm McDowell. Well, he's repl- he's building like, on his performance from the first one. Coming back as Loomis. Tyler. Don, this Tyler is what Zombie Mayne. said. He said, "Oh my God, guess who's in it? Daniel Roebuck." And Bill Fagerbacky. No. Yes. As Tom uh, Cullen, he's not playing Tom Cullen in this. You know, Bill, Bill Fagerbacky was good in. He was good in the stand. He was better in Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> let me let me say this about <laughs> about about, um, about uh, Halloween Two. Rob Zombie said that. Don't worry, guys. I'm not taking what John Carpenter did and trying to remake it. Don't. Don't worry, guys. This time, again, I'm going off script and and just, just taking what the master master did. 
and throwing that shit out the window because who needs it? He's like, and uh, I'm gonna do my own thing. He's like, this one, the first one was because a pay homage. This one's for the fan. This one's for the, the homage. This one's for the fan of the original. And he said, "This is what he, this is how much he wants to separate from the second one." Or the, the alien away from me. He said he's taking the N off Halloween. Halloween. It's gonna be called Halloween. Two. Do you like him on Lost? <laughs> Halloween. I got before we go. This is we need to wrap this bitch up. But they recently announced they're doing a third Ghostbusters, and that Judd Apatow is gonna be producing it. Fair enough. Is it a remake or is it with the old guy? I guess it can't be. There's going to be called it three. No, it's it's uh, it'll. Uh, I think it'll probably end up featuring Will Ferrell and then other people from the original. I I think the I think the boys are coming back, including I think Mur- I think the reason they're doing it is because I think Murray's going to come back. I think it's why they're doing it. Really? Mm-hmm. I don't know what I think about that. I think it'll be. I'm. Uh, please try. Twist I'm, ending. It's happy. F Murray. <laughs> I think it's. I think it's a. I hope they try and I hope it's good. I mean, if Apatow's involved, there's a shot it'll be good. But it's like the the, like the, the premise is like, oh god, Vankman got Impetigo. It doesn't matter if it's terrible. It's not like the, the second one's any good. So it's like, who cares? Let him let him do it. I guess you're right. I, I no, hope, no, fuck Ghostbusters. I hope they get Rick Moranis to come back. I love him. <laughs> Apparently, we're wrong. I hate. I hate this idea. I hate the idea of another Ghostbusters. You li- you like the first one still? Hopefully, the second one sucks. Yep, first one's good. But it had a t- it's a, it, to me it's an '80s movie. It's like it's a time and a place. It had its day. It's like it, it it's it's a time capsule type thing. Ghostbusters to me doesn't work now. Maybe. I mean, Gremlins, same thing. I mean, You've I love Gremlins. Before I'll say that you've been wrong before. I've been wrong before a lot. Mm-hmm. But I, do we really need to see what Rick Moranis looks like now? I love Rick Moranis. He won't act. He refuses to act. He's I love he's one of the funniest. I love that guy. I think he's hilarious. Moranis was really good in uh in Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> I'm not shitting you. I think his work on SCTV is like unpar- he's so fucking funny on that okay. show. I I I'm What's speak- it like? Am I speaking to, clear enough? What's it like to live in the past? It's so fucking hilarious. Oh my god. God damn fucking Thomas Edison's work. Back in the day, was so Don't good. You want to see him? You, you want to see him invent time he was now? The best thing in Honey, I Shrunk the Problems. He was the best thing in that. No, the special effects. You also was in Honey, I Shrunk the Kid movies. I believe was uh, the guy we were talking about that played Moloch. Uh, Matt Fuhrer. Matt Fuhrer. I think he's, he played the neighbor in those movies, or at least the first one. Fuck if I'm remembering that. The high fives all around, gentlemen. Hey, he might have been. Let's in one go! Of the boom! Boom! He may have been in one of the sequels. Is he sequels. best known for Max Hedrum with the Lawnmower Man? I believe he's in too. the first one, Steve. I believe he's in the first one. I'll take your word for that. You know, I saw that in theaters. The also, he was in The Stand. Lately. He was yeah, really good as Trash Can Man. Oh, it's, it's a great character. Out. It's a great ma- character, but I think he did a good job in the uh, in the miniseries. He was in an episode of Star Trek Next Generation. I'm sure he's in more yeah, than one. Yeah, he's great, and he's got a great name. That's a, I wish I had a name that's kind of that memorable. Fewer. Fuhrer. I can't say it. How come I can't say it all? Say Fuhrer. Thinking too hard. <laughs> Matt Fuhrer. Matt Fuhrer. How do you say it? Fuhrer. Matt Fuhrer. Matt there's, Fuhrer. There's less Matts. Let's try saying it. You sound like the guy in Blazing Saddles. Fuhrer. I can't say his first name now either. Matt Fuhrer. <laughs> oh, shit. If you say that like three more times, you're going to resurrect a demon. Matt. Mac. Murmur. Mac Morn. Was it Brack Mac Morn? You're going to summon Nolte if you keep doing that. You need to stop. And Nolte bit's old.
Uh, Noldy, have you ever worked with, this is Barbara Walters, have you ever worked with Matt Fuhrer? Shashi. I just got an extra man, holy shit. In the Iyer Kung Fu. What, That's what? fucking obscure. If anybody if anybody out there listening knows what the sound it is when you get an extra man in the Iyer Kung Fu, congratulations. You just heard it. Shashi. What happens? Slushy? No, Shashi. It's like, you. that means you could, then you could face Nunchaku. Um, what? Someone on the boards commented that we don't, after your podcast with Devin, which was very successful, everybody liked it. Said that we don't ever talk about movies very much. We did a good job today. They said they go, well, thankfully, finally, someone's, t- finally, the podcast is about films. You know what's funny? It's fuck them, because the podcast is about whatever I want it to be. And here's what I have to say to that person, whoever it is, I can't remember. It was me. Check out our, we went up the, we're huge, we're huge, a huge podcast on Podcast Alley. I believe we hit number eight, 80. We hit number eight in the, in the subcategory. I don't think of, we ever hit number eight in a the, subcategory, but we're at least hit like. We came in second in the chud.com podcast we section. <laughs> so eat that. You know what's funny is I don't even care. There are like six or seven or eight or nine or whatever people that tell me they listen to all these and they love them. Can you name uh, some people who aren't? Besides us three. No, I mean, actually, uh, actually Brad, Brad Higginbotham was here visiting from Alabama to watch Watchmen last night, and he was he was talking to me about how he's listened to everyone and how he loves them and all that. Well, he's a great man. He really is. God, I love that guy. God, Brad, you've done it. You've done it to us. And then I'll get I'll just get like comments from like folks I didn't know listen to. It's great. You know? And who? Anyway. Uh, Tom Cruise, Spielberg. Anyway, important. Um, yeah, fucking James Cameron, Barack Obama, huge fan of the podcast. Uh, as a matter of fact, if you listen to his, what, I think it was his inauguration speech, he threw in a th- he threw in a Levine reference. It's weird. I I got an email. He wanted from, to run uh, for mayor. Yeah, for he's president. he's like I won. I beat George. I beat George Bush and a, and a vending machine. Yeah, yeah I remember that. <laughs> I got an email from one of my favorite people, people Bryson. He said he loved the podcast. He's like he's like this free internet at this at this uh at this gas station fucking rocks. And he said, "Tell Devin I want him on the show more." Uh, thankfully, finally a podcast about movies. That last one, I was like, "Fuck you, Peebo." Peebo. What is that short for? I think it's short for Peebo. It's for Peebo's. Maybe it's a Peebot. Peebo. You don't mess around. I mean, I think that's pretty, someone named him Peebo. It's not short. It's his name is Peebo. First name Max. Max it's hard. To, it's hard to Peebo. You hit the ceiling. <laughs> I like a good Max Peebo joke. Yeah. How do we want to end this thing? Just by hitting the stop button. <laughs>